Okay, here we go on another Thursday. Welcome to Small Talk. Joined always by Chris and Badfish. Guys, we got a good one coming. We got a good hey. one. Um, we we want to jump right into this, but first we just want to plug a couple of things that are coming on the uh, the network here. Of course, we have our 3,000 uh, subscriber giveaway coming up. Just a reminder, if you want to enter this, uh, you need to subscribe to uh, Collectors Own Cantina's Facebook group. Uh, subscribe to the Collecting Weekly uh, Facebook, or I'm sorry, YouTube page, and join the Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook page. If you want a bonus entry, you can subscribe to One Six Fix. That's Marco's uh, Marco's channel and the Ben Thomas Show on YouTube. And uh, as always, tonight we will be. Uh, giving a get a a, a a bonus code. We'll be giving a bonus code, so uh, we'll get that towards the end of the show, guys. We have one other giveaway. OFAC is going to be giving away a Carnage SH Figure Arts Venom. So we got two Venoms up for grabs. Make sure you go check out OFAC. I don't believe they have the uh, the rules out for how to enter yet, but it is coming for their one hundredth episode and we're on our way to 100 episodes too so make sure you keep watching us we got some new stuff that's coming up with uh with a new instagram that we're working on where we're going to be showing uh figures and posts and of course updating the latest small talk news but now we are going to jump straight into vintage talk because we have a very very special guest today i'm going to go ahead and introduce him now today our guest is Count Hastis of Acquired Taste Industries. He is a resin figure artist and and space pirate from the New Hampshire New Hampshire system. He has uh, he has released six carded editions and one uncarded variant. He has two DKE toy exclusives at New York and San Diego Comic Cons. Uh, he has been nominated for a designer toy award and has been in two in-action uh, shows at the Clutter uh, Clutter Gallery in New York. Ladies and the gentlemen, please welcome Count Hastis himself. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you, gentlemen? Doing great, doing great. So um, before we get into welcome. our interview questions, I wanted to go through some rapid-fire questions that um, – We'd like to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, first one, what is your favorite figure that you have right now? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Uh, let's see. You know, just off the top of my head, I, I just got a uh, – have you guys seen the Judge Dredd uh, figures from uh, Haya Toys? Mm -hmm. I just got one of their uh, – now I, it's funny, my favorite figure, but the uh, – one of the alligator warriors, like the giant, like they're like, it's a four inch scale, but they're like five and a half inches tall. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I could, I'm looking at him from across the room, but of course I don't have him here. I, I love, I love their, I love their Ed 209 from, I don't know if it was last year or what, that thing's really fun. Yeah. I got one of those too. It's, it's beautiful. Like I shouldn't say way better than the super seven one. Like, mm -hmm. um, uh, our next one, what is your, uh, 
I'm sorry, what figure did you wish you had? Could be from your childhood or something new, whatever you want. Like, what's your, what's a figure that you wish you still had or about to have? Um, I had all the Dukes of Hazard stuff when I was a kid and my mom oh, gave it away. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she held on to my Star Wars, so that's good, but she gave away all my Dukes of Hazard and other stuff. So that's a bummer. I've rebought some of it. It's much more my, expensive uh, now. My father in law, he's a car, a car junkie and he has, um, a replica of Smokey and the Bandits Trans Am. Nice. It's it, it's beautiful. It's won national awards. It's won local awards. He lives out in uh, Bridge City, Texas, a small city outside of uh, Beaumont, about 30 minutes closer to Louisiana than it is uh, uh, Beaumont and Houston. Um, what is, what's a movie you've seen lately? Uh... You know, honestly, lately I've been watching a lot of stand-up specials. I haven't seen a lot okay. of movies, but like Sam Morell, I'm really into, uh, and I got to see him live recently too. And yeah. uh, the worst heckler in the audience uh, was sitting directly beside me. It was a coincidence, you know. But like, uh, I know that they film the heckler sometimes, so I was like leaning way away from him to try not mm-hmm. to be in the video. And he ended up posting it on, you know, he managed to turn it around and make the guy, mm-hmm. you know, look like a jackass and get everybody laughing. But uh, I was glad I didn't make the video though. But it was sort of nightmarish, though. When this guy started yeah. screaming stupid stuff, I was like, "This is it. This is the guy that's going to end up on YouTube." Is so? Is is it like a? Was it like in a theater or something? Did he do it like in a theater? Or was it like a bar? Like a dive it was like the the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom's a sort of a okay. medium sized venue. Some you know, uh, like I've seen Steel Panther there with my wife a bunch of times. And sure. So it's uh, uh, they got pictures of Led Zeppelin on the wall. A lot of people have played there over the years. So nice. Uh, Chris Batfish, are you into any uh, crazy uh, comedians or anything like that? I mean, you know, all the ones that that have been canceled and are no longer fit for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I use yeah. I went through a big spat of watching comedy specials too for a period, and um, last comedian I saw live, I think, was Bill Burr. Oh wow, that's oh, a good one. Yeah, I mean, that is good. So I mean, that's yeah. a pretty good one. But um, that was years ago, and my wife, she was my fiance at the time, technically, but she got, she got us uh, tickets to it for my birthday, and then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun. We we've, we've considered cause any arguments on the way home from the show. <laughs> no, 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 I'd be kind no, of afraid no. to see him with my wife, you know. Not that time, no. That's no, cool. we, my, uh... we both used to listen to his podcast together. Oh, right on. My my wife. The latest, the latest comedian we've seen is a is a lady named uh, Heather McMahon. My wife <laughs> loves her, follows her on Instagram, all this kind of stuff. She has a really cool backstory and stuff like that. And we went and saw her, and she's she's crazy funny. She's real like eccentric, and will dress up like a, an old man and do like all these oh, cra- cool. all this crazy stuff. Opens up with like a uh, like a skit show of like almost it was like Home Alone where. Uh, you know, she's getting ready to go somewhere. I can't remember if it was like a wedding or like another show or something like that. Right. And she ends up leaving like her, her assistant or something like that. And the assistant's just chilling in her house, sitting at the pool, kind of stuff like that. That's but awesome. uh, we're, we're real into watching the, uh, the Netflix, uh, comedians, you know, when we've had a hard day, we just turn one of those on and have a good time. Yeah. Um, the next one, and probably my most favorite question: What are you drinking right now? Uh, it's the uh, Sam Adams Wicked Double IPA. 
Um, so good. Yeah, so I love good. it. It's one of the few things I'll pour into a glass, you know, because most of the time I'm like, it's in a container. It's not worth dirtying a glass. But yeah. I this turns me into a beer snob. I like the aroma, all that jazz. So Present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely love this time of year for beer because yep. I'm a huge Oktoberfest uh, fan. Nice. My birthday's in October, but the history for an Oktoberfest goes way back to March, right? The Marzins and things like that. So it's right about this time where I'll I'll start buying like like a 12-pack here and a six-pack here of all kinds of different kinds of beers. But uh, right now, I got some stuff lined up myself because uh, I plan on being here for a minute, but I'm drinking a Shotgun Texas Bach. Nice. And then I also have on deck is a... Uh, Stone Cold Broken Skull Double IPA. I've been wanting to try this for a while, but my my go to is my good old Scotch. Oh yeah, Chris uh, Badfish. Y'all drinking anything cool tonight? <clears throat> Stella. I'm basic. Stella. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, you drink it so <laughs> so right. <laughs> you have the glass. It has the oh, gold yeah. rim and it's everything. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> sure it's a stem glass for that, right? Not today, but usually oh, okay. I have the right one. Sean's right. Badfish, what about you, man? Uh, for me, it's just a some caffeine. A Good old monster. monster. Oh, yeah. And I don't usually get sugar-free. I bought the wrong one, but I was like, F it, I'll try it, and it tastes fine. So. Have y'all I – don't, I don't know if it's up there by you guys, but we have one that's local. It's been it's, – it's spread out a little bit. So I'm from San Antonio, Texas, uh, and it's kind of since moved into Austin where they kind of do their production now. But um, there was this – these college guys who created Nerd Focus. Hmm. Man, I do not drink energy drinks, but that one is so good. Y'all, have y'all ever seen Nerd Focus I think, at all? I think that's probably illegal in oh, Canada because, like, you know, F- Four Loco <laughs> is illegal in Canada, for example. Oh, so, really? like, we don't we don't play with certain stuff like that. Yeah, it's too dangerous. Yeah, but it's locally brewed energy drink, though, huh? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Re- real quick, speaking of Oktoberfest, we uh, have in locally near me, we have the largest Oktoberfest outside of Germany. Uh, it's for it's real. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I grew up I've there too. To a lot of trouble there. That's really. I've <laughs> never been, and I want. I want to be that guy who ends up on the table sleeping. Yeah, sleeping at the place and waking up to a beer. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. What brand is it? Oh, oh, you mean the celebration itself? Yeah, yeah the celebration. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. There's like, nice. there's like the whole city shuts down for like two weekends. It's like each weekend, yeah. and there's stu- actually there's stuff during the week too, but. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's K- Kitchener, Ontario, f- formerly Berlin, Ontario. They changed the name for some reason. I wonder what mm, the deal. Yeah, with that I wonder. Was. I wonder when that happened. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's it's every year. It's, it's crazy. There's like several halls. They call them right that that mm-hmm. have events every every. Are year. they tents though? Some of them, yeah, and and okay. some of them are inside. Some of them are like bars that get converted, and then they just some of them are literally hockey arenas that are, get turned into a big drinking pit and uh mm-hmm. there's like sausages being served <laughs> nice. you have uh, ladies in traditional dress yes oh yeah wow. For now. you have to buy tickets you have to buy yeah. tickets speaking of march you have to buy them in march otherwise you won't get wow. any yeah it's that wow. popular yeah or is it crazy. just a thing looks like sean needs to make a sales but it's i yeah. might be going to uh, oxcon uh, canada <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, last question, Count. What yes. do you collect? Um, 
really like 90% Star Wars, but like, uh, like I like, I got a couple of boss fight, uh, Flash Gordon figures in the Phantom. I really like boss fight studios. Um, I, I collect stuff from other resin artists. Um, I try to, I try to support independent companies. Like, did you guys see the Cthulhu figures that have been out for a while? Like they have the, uh, I think there's only like four of them, but it's like the cult leader and the, uh, I think monsters. I have actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think those I are really nice. I only have one. Actually, I got two of them, uh, but I kind of try to go for, you know, super seven's got some good stuff, but I like to go for companies that are a little smaller than that too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, real quick though, before we uh, deep dive into your career and all your accolades and all that good stuff, we do want to check in with our chat, starting with toy mafia coming at first, always every, every Thursday. Thank you toy mafia for being here. Even before the show starts, <laughs> nice. um, is it Aries Aries? Uh, we also got the everyday collector Carlito and vintage rebellion. Hey, I know that guy. And then, uh, freezy freezy figures hey what's up man easy 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 sorry thank you easy <laughs> all right chris so i'm gonna leave this one up to you uh you go out with the questions and you uh you kind of get us started and uh feel free yeah well i guess like so i you know um i i, I uh, i've known the count for a few years I, I don't know i missed his first his first release but uh but I think I got in on the second one. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the butcher was like 2017, right? Is that or is it later than that? No, that's right. Yeah, that okay. and, that and uh, Emperor Cryogenius came out the same year. Actually, okay. th- that and the the three of them came out the same year. All right, that's uh, yeah. So like, and I mean, and if you if you move that first slide here, we can see some of some of the acquired uh, acquired taste. Oh, one more oh. back. Yeah, so there this is some, this is this is some of the acquired taste stuff. I know I I'm almost complete on uh, the counts figures here. I'm just missing the the Ugnot Oompa Loompa. The, so you see this? You got Oompa Loompa there. He's basically an Ugnot. That was that's a good that's a good piece. But uh, the rest of these I'm I think I'm complete on. One being a variant. But uh, so but basically like I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like when I saw these things first, like. Like the the obviously the basis in a lot of these cases is like a vintage Kenner Star Wars figure, right? And then and then like, and and I know you got a partner who does your card art for you, which is like insane. Like you know, like like look at this first Emperor Crowd Genius here. Like we all know that it's a historical fact that Walt Disney's head is frozen somewhere under Disneyland. <laughs> so. So, you know, there's a lot. I mean, you got the Epcot Center Darth, Death Star Dome there. Like, there's a lot going on here. How do you. That's so sorry. awesome. I, that, <laughs> I was not under. I was like, who is this? So, like, that, All right. Well, that's, I love it. All right. Well, even the head, like, I don't know where you got it. Give us a little bit about. Tell us a little bit about your process. Because, like, if you look at that head up close, it does look like Walt Disney. It's it um, the 3D head. There was a Christmas ornament of uh, the statue that they have at walt disney world that's the uh partners where he's holding hands with mickey mouse right and so i decapitated him and uh and changed his features a little bit to look a little more menacing and so i molded that and then the uh the epcot center dome was a uh like a paperweight about the size of a baseball that i had to reduce in size with the with some uh molding tricks uh they sell resins that you can add water to that once it evaporates it it uh it shrinks 
And so that's sort of a trial and error thing to get it to the right size for the R2 dome, but uh, one of them worked. Uh, and then um, the idea for that, it was kind of funny. Uh, as I was getting into this, um, I was like, oh, I'd like to do an R2, but there are so many good ones already. And just as sort of a stream of consciousness, I was like, I'd have to do something way better than Walt Disney's frozen head in a jar with the Epcot Center dome with the you know, Death Star, uh, you know, cannon and uh, cartoon hands. And then I was like, "That's I better check and see if somebody's done that. That's not that bad. But it's just sort of rolled out of me like that. So. All um, right. Well, well, I mean, you know, that I mean, and then give us give a little shout out to your uh, card back artist, because like these are these are just nuts. Like, look at that fat Captain Kirk snaggle. Yeah, he is amazing. I really lucked out. He's the husband of a girl I went to high school with. Uh, she and I were friends. Uh, and he uh, was already well established. His name is Matt Talbot. Uh, and on Instagram, he's uh, he's Matt Robot. And uh, he was already well established when I asked him to work with me. And he was excited to do it. Uh, he's an amazing guy. And uh collaborating with him like i can't play an instrument or sports or anything i've never had this sensation of like synergy and working so well with somebody and uh you know we kind of riff off each other and make the thing better together um and since uh we started working together he started doing uh fan art posters for each episode of better call saul and the uh oh, nice. the producers and writers of the show started sharing his stuff on social media and now like the stars of the show all follow him on instagram and they've written him personally and stuff. Uh, he did the, I meant to have the record with me. He did the, uh, you know, the movie they did about Jesse, uh, El Camino. Yeah. 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 Um, there was like a two LP set that uh, Mondo records released. And he did all the art from like soup to nuts, the labels, like uh, the gatefold inside uh, the front and back cover. Even one of those uh, strips that they have down the binding of the record in Japan, mostly. Uh, so that's a case of like, you know, like, you know, like if you put the work in, you, the fan art becoming licensed art, man, that's crazy for the right. same fr franchise he was playing around with. That's awesome. Yeah, because it just kind of happened organically. Like he was just doing it and, show, you know, putting it out there and more and more people picked up on it. And then before you know it, they're actually having him do the art for things related to the show. Yeah. So the, the, another thing we wanted to do here is I asked you to sort of find some images online and sort of let's go because like i don't think a lot of our audience is like super familiar with the sort of art figure uh sub genre here so i wanted you to just take us through a little bit of the history of of this sort of facet of the figure collecting hobby if you don't mind sure uh the main retailer for this stuff his name is dove kelmer and his company is dke toys and the way he usually explains it is that there's always been uh, custom figures, people wanting to have the figures that weren't made available from Kenner, like uh, uh, Luke in his yellow jacket from the award ceremony or Tarkin, you know, uh, so that's been going on almost since the first movie came out. But um, the first instance they could think of where it was used for social commentary is a guy, uh, his real name is Morgan Phillips, but uh, he goes by the Super Suck Lord. And uh, the first uh, the one that Frank Kozik took notice of and shared on his website at the time that got him some notoriety was the gay empire figure, which is sort of like a, uh, it's sort of a facetious view of what the religious right views gay people in the gay agenda being like, it's actually, it's like the galactic empire, like taking over society. So he did like a pink stormtrooper and did this, uh, 
this art that you see here on the card back. And it really kind of took off from there. Um, so he was really the first that they can find that had sort of a, you know, not only just, you know, this is a character from the movie that wasn't available, but like, you know, taking it as a pop culture sim symbol and, uh, and doing social commentary with it. Right. And, 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 you know, these things have really sort of, uh, they've arrived like a first edition, uh, gay empire figure, you know, I haven't checked in a while, but this one pictured here is the, the 10th anniversary one, but right, uh, yeah, I, this I is... didn't scroll back far enough in his Instagram to find the well, real one, but yeah, this is like an anniversary edition. Yeah. But you the... know, like original is like, I'm sure it's thousands. I don't know how many thousands anymore, but yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, I think it's at least a couple grand, yeah, because because uh, of the you know it's it's like having an early Warhol or something. It's you know um, he's been doing this since I think two thousand seven, right? So like he that did like a right. he did like a self portrait that was like a silver Boba Fett head on a Count Dooku body that he uh, that he molded, uh, but that was really just sort of establishing his character. This uh, gay empire stuff uh, is really where uh, it kind of took a life of its own. Yeah, and you know it's got the basic sort of screen printing look too, which he's yeah. sort of maintained. But yeah, so that it really uh, escalated from there. So tell me, tell me about what we what we have here. Um, this is another guy from New York that started doing stuff about the same time, uh, named David Healy. His company is called Healy Made. Uh, what he's most famous for is probably uh, the first stuff, the first figure stuff that he did. Anyway, was like GI Joe heads on Star Wars bodies. It's just sort of a basic head swap that he would uh, mold and cast and then uh, paint in new colors. Uh, so I didn't give you any examples of that, unfortunately, but these uh, I thought that these were significant because I think maybe the only figure that was out from Hasbro at this point was, uh, was Kylo and he went ahead and made the rest of the Knights of Ren uh, as resin statuettes basically. And they're all uh, original sculpts by him. Uh, nice. So if, you know, if you're a, I know you're not, Chris, but if you're a, a fan of the sequel trilogy, well, uh, this is really the only way to get them. You know, I I had assumed, like I had posted this picture a while on my Instagram that said, oh, you know, someday Hasbro is going to, you know, release multiple editions of this in different scales. But for now, but, you know, uh, I don't think they're going to go back and do it at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I think for, yeah, for like, so you're saying this is like Force Awakens era. So it was just that right. one one scene in the movie was covered with rain anyway. So you couldn't see them that good. But exactly. Ha Hasbro eventually released one of them in the vintage collection for right. Rise of Skywalker. And that's it. That's yeah. it. So uh, they didn't end up doing much with them. They end up just kind of posing like a rock band in different spots. But uh but, you know, uh, one of the great things about the original Kenner line was the figures that didn't get much screen time or didn't have much of a story to them uh, loan themselves the most right. to, uh, to, you know, to fantasy and original play that didn't take place in the movie. So uh, anyway, I just thought they were gorgeous. That's why I sent that picture. I was so impressed with cool. it. And, I think we got one more from Healy. These are really yep. cool. Uh, yeah. Real quick, guys, just wanted to. Uh, shout out a couple guys who just joined us. So we got uh, Casual Nerd Problems. He wished he could be here with us today, guys. He's uh, running some errands, some really important errands that he had to get taken care of, and he's on his way home. So uh, watching uh, watching from the drive home right now. So, And then Don Matan. What the hell did I just walk into? Uh, Don, just keep <laughs> listening, man. Just keep listening. <laughs> yeah, these, those are really sweet. They, uh, 
Yeah, and the 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 size of the I was gonna mention the the Dark Father and stuff like that. The the big cards he had, those were really cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So what do we got here? These are you know this is this is some of my favorite stuff of his. What 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 series is this? Um. This is from uh. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Glios Toys, where the where the arms and legs and heads are interchangeable. Sometimes it's even like. Actually, on one of these, it's, you know, halfway down the forearm. You can switch with other figures, it, you know, depending on the Glyos line. Uh, they're interchangeable at different points. But this is, and he's done multiple colorways for this, for these. Uh, he has these, like most of the time, he's either kit bashing or sculpting himself. But for these, he had, it's Steven Gettys, right? I, I should, I, I'm embarrassed I, I, that I can't, hey, I can't say this off the top of my head. Oh, that's his, that's his name. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But I, so didn't, it's a, I didn't know he did these though. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, he you know, he also did the um I didn't send you a picture of this, but you know, the, the mud back that just came out that I think you've got yeah. one of those too, right? Yeah, small just, mud back. Yeah, just just for a little little bit of background for you guys, Stephen Getty's the guy who, who sculpted these for Healy is a original Kenner sculptor who did figures for the original star wars movie empire and jedi and some of the beasts as well like the rancor and the dewback uh, we yeah. we had him out to a convention the, in Toronto the and, and uh, the dagobah play set and like yeah some he would hide his own name and the names of his children in the sculpts <laughs> yeah so that's, that's worth looking up. yeah that's sweet so like yeah Healy's kind of living the dream here he'll send him he'll send this guy a sketch and then this guy will come back with this exquisite hand sculpted figure and then it's produced by uh matt dowdy uh is the guy that invented the glio system that you know a lot of different figure creators uh have become a part of um and it's a it's a diverse you know people do different stuff with it some people are like matt dowdy's like the actual glios the onell brand stuff itself uh like the heads and arms and stuff uh are sort of sculpted so they could be parts of machines or whatever. They're a little like indistinct. Uh, but then there's creators like Healy or like uh, the Knights of the Slice have their own line. Uh, so you can collect different Glyos lines and combine parts from different ones. Uh, there's a real like, there's a real aggressive cult and that stuff goes like the resale value is impressive. Like you kind of have to be sitting on your computer when this stuff comes out in order to get it or you're going to pay through the nose on eBay. I was going to ask, I assume these are small runs. Yeah. Like he, um, he'll have, you know, they get the molds and then they do different plastic colors that loan themselves well to different color schemes. I probably should have sent more pictures. The one in the middle there with the eye patch, uh, the one I really regret not getting, and I'm actually going to have to like remold and cast it and paint it myself. Uh, he did one that was like in Joker colors. It's like the Joker in an armored suit with an eye patch, and it's gorgeous. I, it's one of my great regrets. I, I probably should have said that one instead of the Dukes of Hazard that I didn't get that one. But uh, <laughs> thanks to the fact that I have you know the skills and the access to the materials to you know remold and cast it and paint it myself, I, I will have a Joker uh, Raider eventually. So this one. Um, is one of my favorite pieces in the genre. It's um, it's by Junk Fed and it's called Non Solo. Uh, he, <laughs> he did sell it on uh, on a card back, but like the whole line is called Space Madness, like from Ren and Stimpy. And there's like a there's like an astronaut in a straight jacket as the logo, but like the card art on each of them, except for like the collect them all stuff on the back, 
is the same. So I didn't bother sending the card, you know, edition because I thought it would be better to look at the figure itself. But I love this because uh, it it really speaks to me. It, to me, it it says more. Like that's the neat thing about this stuff is that you can speak in the language of Star Wars uh, the same way that a lot of literature makes reference to the Bible. Uh, this is a language we're all familiar with. Uh, this is more significant than who shot first. To me, it's like uh, you have more in common with your enemies than you imagine. And uh, when you engage in violence with someone, you become a part of each other. It's an experience that you carry with you. So that's one of the... I'd really love to buy this from him at some point, but he's sort of moved, moved on to other things. Now he does like uh, he'll get a plastic dinosaur and create a, uh, a diorama of smaller dinosaurs and inside it he calls it uh dinorama but um but i love his his figures uh this is the first resin bootleg figure that i ever bought um it's the riot scum uh rebel girl by uh dane marks his company is buzzard guts and uh this was two years before uh carrie fisher passed away so he was sort of it's almost like a prophetic piece to me uh he, uh, let me see here. He chose to use uh, Farmer Luke legs because they were a little thicker, and like the top of the legs loaned themselves to becoming a mini skirt. Uh, and she's the torso is Han Solo, so she's kind of flat chested with thick legs, which is kind of um, I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of feminist punk rock, like that is fairly typical, you know, like they don't want they don't subscribe to the expectations for women's bodies and stuff. So to me, this was really brilliant. It's the first one I bought, and uh, it's one of the favorites in my collection. Nice. What? Oh, is that the guitar, the blue thing? On yeah. There? Uh, okay, I was I was gonna say for I just saw it there. I see it. Yeah, it's actually uh, somebody recast it from a uh, from a Bill and Ted toy. And one of the collaborators <laughs> listed on the bottom is uh, cool. uh, Hemlock Bootlegs, who has disappeared since uh, cast the guitar. So we got a credit on the box. The card uh, work is incredible on all of these. I guess. Yeah, the artwork is awesome. Um, this is probably the figures are too, but just especially just the. Yeah. It's neat how they can like like Healy doesn't really do card art, but like you know his his are either sold in like sort of a black box that he has made in Vermont. Um, he but he's pretty much the only one that gets away with not doing the card art. Some of these depend more on card art than others. Like my, one of my goals as an artist is to have figures that stand on their own without it uh because the carded edition is like a limited number of figures uh and then afterwards uh you know i'll sell them loose for people that want them in their collection but anyway so this oh, guy cool cool uh, um this is probably my favorite artist in the scene um he's the the art get out of here ivy come on you're killing me um, <laughs> um everybody welcome ivy to the yes, show yes ivy's on the show she's uh She's a better our, person than most people. One of our but. first pet, pet <laughs> intros right there. <laughs> All good. Um, the one that really inspired me to do figures in the first place was, uh, what's it called here? The X-Ray R2. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's one of his double cast projects where um, he does a different technique. A lot of people that do double casting with resin, um, they'll take the original figure and uh, carve it. So they'll do like reductive sculpting, but Scott uh, creates a sculpture and just makes sure it fits in the mold of the original thing. 
so he'll do a original sculpture and then uh, cast it inside a mold of the vintage uh, Kenner R2-D2. And like the first time I saw this, I was confused by it. And at first I wasn't even sure that I liked it. Um, but over time, the more I, thinking of the ways that it might make sense um, was almost a hallucinogenic experience. Like it was, you know, like it inspired yeah. like all this, uh, all this thought, like, is this a, uh, you know, is this an alien creature masquerading as a, as a droid? You know, is this a, like an X-ray of like something that's biological pretending to be a robot, or you know, like there's a lot of different possibilities to make this make sense. And like um, they live or something, right? But, yeah. But hey, hey, but yeah, I should have put the IG handles on here. But um, if you if you guys are into this at all, check out Barbarian Rage on Instagram because like even like his his He Man stuff is just wild. Like he'll do oh, like yeah. a ram, a Ram Man where you it's like it's like clear red resin with like a skeleton inside like it is some of the most metal looking stuff you can imagine it's yeah pretty good. that's the like aesthetic he's, he's way into guar and slayer and like darker oh, more obscure yeah. stuff than that um but yeah like he did so like the reese is uh danzig inspired like the head is a double cast sort of like the r2 and then the uh the middle one there the uh the bib was inspired by um they released you know Colgate with a figure in it during the 80s and yeah. he loves it because like there's few Star Wars characters with worse teeth than Bib Fortuna you know so uh, he oh, thought yeah. it was really weird marketing so he wanted to kind of uh, he wanted to draw more attention to it all these years later yeah I forget if that's like a Spain exclusive or something but the like the Colgate Return of the Jedi pack and figure is like there's something like three known or something like that that are still intact like it's, oh yeah you know, <laughs> It's, it's like, I think one is a biker scout, and there's my, for Bib. There's probably just one as well, and there's a couple of boxes floating around. But that is a rare. Or the original piece is a r- extremely rare collectible, so it's funny to see the sort of mint colored uh, Bib with the picture of that along there. Probably yeah. easier to find than the real thing. The uh, the guy that did the um, uh, the guy that did the card art for uh, the R two. Uh, Oh geez, now I'm gonna forget. He calls himself like MOC Toys, I think. Uh, but he does card art for a lot of different artists. He's collaborated with a lot of people. And uh, when Scott Scott had asked him to do it, and then uh, he was waiting for it, and when it arrived, he was just blown away. And he was surprised to see that the guy had left room for a coin. So then Scott had to uh, he had to sculpt the coin too, <laughs> which further delayed the release. But in the end, it's worth it because it's one of the best pieces. I mean, now he's doing original sculpt stuff. He's got uh, a comic book with original content, and he's producing toys uh, based on his own comic book that are really great, too. So he's gone from a guy that I think his first – I think the first things he sold were, like, uh, casts that were based on, like, the Star Wars Play-Doh molds, and he's, like, evolved exponentially, and now he's an incredible sculptor, too. So, do you uh, do you recall what comic book that is that he's that he's working on right now? Yep, yeah, I think it's called Barbarian Rage. Actually, barbarian it's, Rage. it's like uh, it's the adventures of a barbarian that that uh, suspiciously resembles Scott and a uh, and a uh, a bald headed wizard that I think has three eyes. Is it like more of a local re or like a local print from his area, or is it like did he have a, a, he's, a he's company self-pro- pick him up? He self-published the first issue, and then he got picked up by uh, Nacelle that does the toys that made us on. Um, okay. And then, like, they published the first two issues, and uh, 
then he decided he didn't he decided to uh, go back to doing his own thing and uh, so he re-released the first two issues and I think the third one and uh, there's a place where they can print on metal like actual metal so like he's released comic books that have actual like steel covers with his artwork on them sort of like a that's cool yeah you know he's really quite a guy there's a there's comic companies who will take the illusion that it's steel or that it's uh metal or silver or whatever you know to actually put that in there is is awesome um you had said earlier uh that you really strive to uh make sure the figure stands on its own besides what's on the art box right um so Which is funny I, because my artist is so awesome, but I oh I mean it's, it's <laughs> but I don't want to be overshadowed by him. as much as I, I love him. I don't want him getting too much credit for our success. So I uh, <laughs> I consider myself a uh, a casual Star Wars fan. You know I yeah. I've watched the movies. I was into it as a kid. I always say I was that kid who's drawing Tie Fighters and and X Wings and fighting each other out out of, outside the Death Star and stuff like that. But this uh, Rage Wars. Uh, R2 right there, man, that is legit. Yeah, but, I love it. But so with all that said, so do you consider are you more of a an out of box collector? Are you more of an inbox? You do like a mix? Like what what's your what's your when I buy there? stuff from an artist like these guys that we've been talking about, it really depends on the piece whether I want it loose or whether I want it on the card. Because a lot of times it depends on the card for the uh you know, for the joke mm-hmm. to work or for the concept to work. Sure. Um but yeah, like like, the, like the, you said, like my goal is more of a story than the actual figure could, right? Right, exactly. Like the um, like the suck lord kind of makes a point of his stuff being a little bit sloppy, mm-hmm. but um, because of his um, like you said, like the two color kind of screen printed looking art and stuff, and the stuff that the card says, um, it really comes together. Uh, well, he's kind of doing a riff on um, actual bootleg figures too, like from mm-hmm. you know foreign countries and stuff. So, like part of his aesthetic is to not be too much of a perfectionist. He wants seam lines. Like sometimes, like the stuff breaks off, like legs break off in the box. You know, it's, sure. it, and he's like, you know what? That's just part of it. You it's know, part of the experience. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. Hey, hashtag Hasbro. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is another one of my favorite artists. Um, uh, Seth Relentless, his company is Relentless Assault. Um, the, the first two there, um, Darth Danzigius, I think it is. And uh, is it the HR2D2 or something? Um, like, you know, the first one is like Danzig is a Sith Lord, which is a great idea. Um, and uh, the other one is like HR from Bad Brains. That's the dreadlocked uh, R2 there. Yeah. That's legit. Um, yeah, really <laughs> awesome. He's 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 a hell of a nice guy, and like he does his own. Like Scott does a lot of his own uh, card art as well, but like Seth, uh, I think Seth always does his own card art, and he's done it for other artists too. Like uh, I didn't send you any Dollar Slice bootleg stuff, but like he's done stuff for Dollar Slice. Um, and that last nice. one, the uh, what is it? The not that cool robots of the apocalypse or something like? Yeah, the less cool, less robot cool characters. characters. Yeah, less cool characters. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to send you at least one thing that was non-Star Wars related, but uh, you know, it's sort of his riff on like you know, like the. Uh, this is after the robots took over and right. they, they, they wiped out all the humans. Some of the less cool robots have to take fast food jobs. That's right. That's right. So he has like a uh, one of his one of his hands is like a condiment 
dispenser and oh, I, just that was really it. Like, funny. I saw it from the corner of my eye one's and I was like, the what flipper, is that? Yeah, the spatula yeah yeah he's yeah. got a spatula hand and then he's got one that shoots like mayo ketchup and and, and uh mustard so, real quick yeah. as well i noticed the ages 40 and up for the yeah for the versus the 21 <laughs> and up for the other ones yep i guess the older collector but um honestly the each of these have like little clever details these look like renders almost like they look so good as well they look like so perfect yeah well, this I mean, stuff okay. is really just oh, i'm, I'm kind of envious i'm like i do want to do stuff where i've painted the card art myself uh to sort of you know i feel a little bit inferior to these guys that do it all you know so it's uh I do want to do some of my own card art at some point, but like Seth is like one of the sickest out there. Like he's one of the best. So, yeah, I mean that, 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 uh, image on the R2, like look at the, just the movement of the hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's fine. That's a fine, fine art piece there that there, you know, that's the other thing I wonder about these guys, like depending on the medium, I'm sure a lot of it's digital, but like, I'm sure they do all right if they move the original art, if there is a non-digital original right. art, too. A lot of time, Dove from DKE Toys will uh, will offer to buy it. And if we say no, you know, like a year later, uh, he'll make a he'll make a better offer. He, he enjoys collecting <laughs> the original art from these nice. kind of releases. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, I've seen his collection. Like when they do podcasts once in a while, he's got a room in the basement where you can see some of that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is I one of my favorite pieces ever. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Not not many of these things are one to one scale. I guess this would be one of the few examples. The Nookie Wookie from Dead Greedy, uh, my friend Jeremy. Um, there's a ton of jokes. I probably should have sent you girl a girl fet. Uh, yeah, girl fet instead of Gillette. <laughs> oh, I I can. What's do you know what the Arabesque says? Oh, I should, but I uh, I'm, I'm gonna have curious. the excuse that I'm not wearing my reading glasses right it now. Says, it says vibro blades at the top, which is, <laughs> which, is, uh, <laughs> which as as everyone knows, vibro blades are what they call regular swords in Star Wars yeah. in the Old Republic, at least. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole back is like jokes, like you know, uh, are you as shaggy as the Force of Endor? Like it's all like it's the all Star Wars is, references. Though, is this fully functional? <laughs> <laughs> i don't Most like likely i have one of these and like i think it's just a, a resin cast of the I, I wish you would release one that had real razors in it one of these guys I, uh released one that had a live 22 round in it so it wouldn't be unprecedented so oh wow all right yeah so i just you know i just want to come back to this stuff a little bit i uh i noticed uh your your instagram had a little spark in activity lately so i just wanted to give you an opportunity and i'd like to know myself sort of what's what's going on uh, with your projects lately um i've had like i've slowed down for a few years because we've had um uh i don't want to bring the show down but like you know some some uh unpleasantness with family deaths and being thrown out of our last apartment uh, by an unappreciative landlord. Uh, So over the last few years, I've slowed way down and I've uh, like, I have a lot of partially done projects, but just uh, due to circumstances, I haven't been able to release anything on a card for a long time. So I've sort of been uh, cranking out the hits as they say, just sort of uh, trying to improve on, uh, you know, like Emperor Cry Genius, for example, like when I released it in New York through DKE, um, the the Disney head was a lot more basic, the paint job and everything. Uh, it was sort of a sort of a sort of a green blue 
And since then, like I've gotten better at painting detail and uh, uh, I powder the molds with like an iridescent uh, blue and green and silver powder. Uh, so he looks more frozen. Um, Important detail. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, his head is literally frozen out there, people. You gotta find. <laughs> it's, a, it's a true fact. And the funny thing is, like, as I get better at painting his head, like, I like to infuse, like, a clear white glitter in the jar itself so you can't see it. You know, I like to do a great job on it and then have it be sort of mysterious in there where the viewer can't. Uh, people seem to prefer the jar to be clear, but I kind of like to have it look frozen and really force you to, like, look at it to see his face and the details. But. Yeah, his his uh, head's probably like stuck in a geocache somewhere. So if y'all find it, let us know. We'll go with you. <laughs> uh, we had a few other people jump in the chat. So we got CM Chunk coming uh, coming in with us, and then we also had just another Friday nights. Make sure you go check them out tomorrow. We'll shout them out one more time towards the end. Uh, they also said you survived the robotic apocalypse just to flip burgers. <laughs> it's a grim future, guys. It is very grim. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we could all work together then. We could show them how, how it works. <laughs> we also got Mark Pearson joining us as well. So thank you guys for, for uh, dropping in today. Uh, we always like to uh, make sure that on Small Talk we go over what we got new this week. So uh, we'll go one by one as our photos pop up. And if you have any comments or whatever you might want to comment on, just let us know. Uh, so the first thing I got was the, the new Rita and uh, Minotaur uh deluxe packs and it, it it sucks but it's also really cool because you know they they say that uh lightning collection taking a hiatus and i just read another post uh, a couple days ago that they're not really taking a hiatus they're focusing on their their kids lines which is fair you know i mean i think i think that's where uh, power rangers are rooted um i kind of debated putting a their new Zord up on here just to kind of discuss it and stuff. But I had to, uh, I think I, I took a step back and just said, you know what? Let them do their kids stuff. If that's what they're really doing. And, uh, we could talk about that kind of stuff later. Cause the, the, some of those toys that are coming out lately are for, are for the kids and, uh, us as collectors, we pick there, them up as well. Are there but, any figures that you wish they really did before they took this hiatus? You know, it's been years since I've really gotten into a, uh, power ranger series, but just, I would, I would say last year, I got into the uh, Dino Fury uh, series because that's what was on uh, on YouTube. So I really wish they would finish that series because I really enjoyed it. We're missing a couple of figures from there. And then, of course, they got their new uh, Cosmic Furies, which I'm really excited for just because I'm a Cosmic guy anyway uh, by heart. You know, a lot of the comics I have up here are all from the Cosmic side of Marvel. Uh, so for them to uh, be taking a hiatus and possibly not making those figures. I'm kind of disappointed. So I don't want it to go in two, three seasons and then we barely see one figure come out of it. So, but uh, definitely needed a better Rita. What's really cool about this Rita uh, that I feel like maybe they should have started doing a long time ago is she has face plates. So oh. I don't know. If, let me... So interchangeable expressions. Yeah. So, I can't really see him. There you go. You see one of them right there. So nice. she, so it just kind of pulls out. Like you grab her chin, right? And it, it kind of pops off and uh, you can put the uh, other look, face plates. She looks awesome. Yeah, she looks great. And they, they yeah. added the, uh, the lightning effect to it too. So I was really excited about that. And then the uh, mighty Minotaur 
man, he was one of those classic uh, monsters that I never even thought about thinking that I wanted until they uh, until they released him. So uh, definitely fun to add to the monster side of my Power Rangers. What scale is that? Uh, it's a one twelfth. Okay, it's right from, on. They're from Hasbro, so yep. uh, about about a six inches or so. Those are beautiful then, sculpts. Oh yeah, they, those look great, which is which is good because some of the stuff that's been coming out lately has not been. But um, I picked up from a friend, a local friend here in San Antonio, off of off of our group, one of our local groups, the uh, Spider Woman, uh, Monster Spider Woman is what I like to call her. But a lot of people did not like this figure. They said it was very poorly done. Um, I would agree that the head's a little small, maybe, but I think one of the bigger complaints was that the paint was not fully on. So if you look really, really close on this, uh, if you look really, really close on this, you can see on the boots, like the, there's some silver there, and then you kind of see the silver on the chest where the, the lining of the webs and stuff. Um, it does not follow all the way, all the way through towards the back. So you have several mispainted opportunities right back there you you're, see you're saying you're you're telling me that spider woman this is spider woman from the uh the into the spider verse movie oh okay and I'll i'm not sure she actually made an appearance in this one but i'm hoping she makes an appearance in the next one because i think it is a two-parter or three-parter but i absolutely love this figure i disagree very much with what some people were saying that it's not a good figure uh yeah the little spikes on the on the shoulder kind of bent over you can whatever right but i really really like this figure um and then the next one i'm a big jackass fan and i wanted to get this uh figure of johnny knoxville in his wrestling attire i have a uh, a meme that i want to make out of this and deadpool and stuff and uh I'm going to hopefully work on that in the next few weeks, but it uh, comes with a couple of hands. The uh, Spider-Woman did not come with that blast effect that you see there. That's actually from an Iron Man, hmm. and the peg is just too small, or the hole in the gun is just too big. So I got a piece of paper, rolled it up on that peg, and just stuffed that in there. But um, I believe that is everything for me. Chris, what do we got here, man? Ooh. All right. Well, so what you got here is a couple autographed modern figures. I um, like I mentioned a couple times on the show, myself and a few friends who did more work than me put on a little convention in the Toronto area. And uh, it was, to my knowledge, the first ever uh, reunion of uh, uh, the guys who worked on the holiday special cartoon and the droids and Ewoks cartoons, which is a c- company in Toronto called Nelvana. And we also had Jim Swearingen there who, if you've ever seen the toys that made us Star Wars episode, you'd, you'd know he's like the con- principal conceptual designer for the early Star Wars toys. And we had we also had Roger Christian there. So like set decorator on the original Star Wars, you know, it was it was a crazy time for for Star Wars nerds like me, like, you know, just living our best life, you know, talent and autographs that a lot of people wouldn't care about unless you're deep into this stuff. But for us, it's like these guys are legendary, right? So this first uh, droid C-3PO is signed by uh, Brian LeMay, who is a layout artist on the droids cartoon and the Ewoks cartoon. And I was also able to buy a little bit of original art from him, which is I'm pretty excited about. 
that's that was used in the production. And then um, the prototype FET here is signed by Jim Swearingen, who made the original mock-up Boba Fett figure, the first Boba Fett figure ever. So it's really cool to get him to sign that. I got a question just in general terms. Did like all these animation guys that hadn't seen each other for a while, did they seem happy to see each other after all these years? Or? Dude, you wouldn't like, man, it was so amazing to be a fly on a wall because mm-hmm. three, three of them were invited as guests and like three other guys from Nelvana showed up just to be like, oh, that's this awesome. is amazing. And they, you know, oh man, like there was, there was half an hour where they were all around a circle dinner table and i was the only outsider there and it was just like <laughs> this is amazing this is yeah. why we put the work in for this stuff like guys these guys hadn't seen each other in 30 years and like and i was asking them stuff about the star wars holiday special it was just you know <laughs> just living my best life you know they're like oh that thing we worked on for like th- three weeks that we don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, they worked on the best part of it, so they've got that going for them. Oh, they knew that. Yeah, yeah and then, and and then, uh, you know, and I'm, st- I'm, you know, I'm still clinging to the last uh, gasps of life in this 3.75 inch Halo line, which I love. This wave's been out for a while, but I haven't seen uh, these handful of figures. It's a Halo uh, One Marine uh, Buck, famously played by Nathan Fillion in the game from Halo Five and uh skirmisher and uh you know i don't like i haven't really looked into jazzware's site to see what's going on with this line but you know they haven't done a vehicle in like two years so and i don't know of a wave past series six so it's probably not looking good but of course they did have that sdcc exclusive which was the repainted warthog that eddie mendez got for me which i'm i showed that last episode so it's still got some life in it, but I, I wonder, I'm a little worried that we're not going to get any more vehicles or anything like that. And, you know, there was also a little bit of a step back where on this wave, they stopped packing stands in with every figure. The skirmisher has one there probably because they realized it could barely stand by itself, but they started getting rid of the stands with the basic human figures. Did you open that uh, exclusive? Uh, which one? Oh, the exclusive. The, the I, I did not. I did not open the Don't exclusive Warthog it. yet. All right. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Well, like, like let, I, I didn't put a picture of it in here, but like, let's just put it this way. This exclusive Warthog, uh, it its cardboard box allows you to change the batteries on for the black light. There's an on and off switch for this black, the black light in this Warthog exclusive box, and you can change the battery out. What a time to be alive. That's how you do an exclusive. And here, my last pickup that I wanted to, to share is uh, I ha- I've had this Gentle Giant uh, holiday special Boba Fett statue for a while. And, um, you know, I, it's special because I don't know if you can bring my camera up for a second here, but this is one of the few uh, collectibles that actually says the holiday special on it because mm. that's basically illegal. <laughs> you, can't, you know, right. as far as Disney and Lucasfilm are concerned, you basically can't write that on anything. If you look at the first... Uh, Boba Fett figure from the holiday special. It uh, it just had uh, it ju- it just said animated debut. It didn't say holiday special. They weren't even allowed to say it back then. So, I assume this is pre Disney. This General Giant statue. Yeah, now? this is tw- this statue is 2013. So it was really weird that it had that uh, logo on there. But uh, cool. so this so I got the base of it signed by John Celestri here, who is a freaking character. If you can't tell, the mustache wax and everything. But uh, but like he like worked at Nelvana like in the early late 70s early 80s and he 
did a lot of work for that holiday special cartoon and we brought some prints from that and all and stuff and he did the initial sketches of what fett was going to look like in the cartoon and he was pleased to see that gentle giant accurately gave him only three fingers in his words because he's an alien i was so, just about to add, i was ju- i had noticed that when you were uh when I was commenting how cool this looked, basically, but yeah, yeah. So, so the best, like, my, my, you know, I, I just had a blast this weekend. Like, you can't even, can't even put it into words. The, the stuff we, and you know, and we, ha- we luckily we did record a panel with the three Nelvana guys, and I will, I will make sure to share that in auxiliary when I have it available. I just got to redo some editing for that. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right, Batfish, go ahead. All right, yeah. Uh... I, if just another Friday night guys are still in here, they uh, were talking about this on Friday. Uh, showed me that the uh, all five issues were available in uh, uh, a hardcover, and it went on sale on the weekend to twenty seven Canadian. So I grabbed it, and uh, yeah, and I started reading it. I'm about uh, only twenty pages in, but it's uh, pretty cool and. Uh, I haven't read like a comic in a really long time, but finding these individually in Canada originally oh. when it came out was really hard. I mean, just in general, I mean, when the I was at the tail end of my career of at the comic store just by choice, because um, I had a my my main job is teaching, and this was more of a side job, and I remember like those last few weeks, last Ronin was hitting, and it get pushed back, it got pushed back, it got pushed back. Right, and then issue two dropped, and then issue three came out, and then it got pushed back, and it got pushed back, and it's just—it was such a hype, uh, hype uh, book, and every turtle fan is just so happy and grateful that that Kevin Eastman finally came out with the last Ronan storyline. I actually had the entire set at one point, uh, the uh, the individual the individual issues, but um, I uh, kind of got off the comic train i was there for quite a bit and went more towards the figures uh which lands me here but uh yeah it the first the first uh the first issue is just crazy you know especially like the end and all that kind of stuff with with how they set up with the brothers and stuff so don't spoil (laughs) no no i'm not i'm not i only read issue number one to be fair so you're good i was gonna ask but yeah this was on amazon canada but you can get it on dot com as well because i was curious if it was even on the canadian one but it is so yeah definitely uh enjoy it and then uh yeah this was i've been enjoying the uh jurassic park video game like where it's like park builder it's like zoo zoo tycoon but but for uh dinosaurs and uh i saw this at the store when i was at walmart i was like okay this i gotta grab this so yeah all right count tell me what you got here all right, cool. Well, um, the the loose figures were part of. Um, there was a table that had a bunch of loose Star Wars stuff, and uh, well, you guys know that I I keep a lot of stuff loose, and some stuff I use for my art. Um, I couldn't believe that I got that um, Clone Wars uh, Sidious, even though it's a little beat up and without the robe and stuff like it. I think it was $10, which is un, unheard of. Wow. Like you can't touch it on eBay for less than, you know, 70 or 80, even if it is beat up and missing parts. Um, 
I already had a Ventress, but she's my favorite Star Wars character, so I could always use another Ventress, and I, I couldn't remember if I had a Barris or not. Um, and then the um, the Sith Lord there was without his lightsaber, but they had like a spare Ventress lightsaber from the uh, Clone Wars animated series, and they gave it to me for free. I wish I could remember. I wish I knew who was running that table because they were really nice. The guy was there with his wife and daughter, and uh, it was. I only hit two tables, uh, and I was so excited to see these particular figures that like my hands were shaking. I felt like I was dreaming. Um, so like, that's, that's part of the story from a toy show that I'll tell you about. But like, I just got this, uh, Dr. Jones senior at, uh, Target, uh, nice. yesterday, I think, uh, I had gone there. They had it on the, sh- they had it on the peg, uh, but it was not yet registered in their system. Like the Hasbro representatives had put it out early. So they, took it out of my hands when it was, I don't know, 1199. And when I went back and picked it up yesterday, it was 15 bucks. Um, but I'm happy to have him anyway. That's, it's kind of a guilty pleasure, but that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. I love the last crusade. So, yeah, it's cool to see like the original card art finally. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the temple of doom ones were awesome too. It's just awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I wanted that stuff so bad as a kid. I was like, why aren't they doing like, I know Raiders wasn't commercially successful as a toy line, but that was, I've got some of that from when I was a kid too. I have the, uh, the well of souls play set with the art, you know, and a couple other things too, from when I was a kid. Um, I love, I, I already mentioned my love for boss fight studios. I had met them at a granite con in New Hampshire in Manchester where I live years ago. Um, I wanted this like elf that um, Ellen died and stuff uh, because another independent uh, toy company called I think it's like it's Dime Store or something or Chicken Fried it's Chicken Fried Toys but like their their Western series is like uh, Dime Novel Heroes or something I think um, they uh, they're coming out with a I should have sent Chris pictures of this too uh, they've got prototypes for a set that's like a cowboy santa claus and a krampus so like santa can lasso the krampus and i want him to ride this elk so i've been eyeballing this elk on their website and it's like 35 bucks i think and then the tack uh the the saddle and bridle sets that you see there are like 15 bucks a piece at least so like i saw this this is the same toy show where i picked up the loose star wars stuff I asked how much for the elk, and he said thirty dollars. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's great." And I start pulling my money. He goes, "You got to have the tack too, though. I'm not breaking up the set." And I'm like, "Well, how much oh. do you want for that?" And he was like, "It's all thirty bucks." So, like well, for ninety dollars, I got all of, I got these three boxes and all those Star Wars figures that you saw. Like I went there with a hundred dollars, ten dollars at the door, ninety dollars on these toys. I was done in twenty minutes. And like I was so happy, my hands were shaking. I felt like I was dreaming. Like I almost didn't go to the show. Thank God I did. Do you uh do you collect any four horsemen stuff? You know, I haven't yet because I'm mostly into three and three quarter. Okay, yeah. I, I really regret though, like there was a Glios line for the Power Lords, that stuff that's mm-hmm. based on um now I'm gonna forget that artist's name too. I told Chris I'm terrible with names. Uh I might have to email you guys later. But are you familiar with the Power Lords line from the 80s that wasn't commercially successful that was like sort of like a six-inch scale? I think I've heard of it. I don't know. Like I'd have to see it, but I feel like I've heard of it before. Like I I was given one of those figures by a friend, like a three-legged alien, and it's it's beautiful, but it's the only one I have. But like uh, years ago, some of the guys involved with Four Horsemen did a Glio series based on those uh, designs. 
So, uh, and now like, like the rest of the stuff I'm interested in, you can't touch them on eBay. They're ridiculously expensive. And now uh, Nacelle has the license for it. So they're doing something different. We'll never see that three and three quarter uh, Glio slide again, unfortunately. But Yeah, these reminded me of the uh, Alithia wave from uh, the Four Horsemen. They have a, a character named Moose. And it's this, it's this huge moose. He ha- he's literally, he's right here. And he's, oh, awesome. his antlers are like the size of my hands. It's like, it's awesome. Like it's, it's huge. <laughs> and stuff. And they're actually starting to droop. Now I was, I was kind of picking up figures. I let my boys in here to play video games on the PlayStation five and stuff. And I was just kind of looking around and I had a figure fall here and a figure fall here, you know, they're jumping and stuff. And then I look at moose and like his antlers are kind of hanging down. I'm like, no, you got him in direct sunlight or something. No, nah, there's no windows in here. There's no windows in here. This is a okay. media room. There's no windows. All right. <clears throat> yeah, then, that's engineering. These? That's engineering, man. They should. They didn't. They didn't test it long enough. You know. <laughs> they have to it's be not archival at least quality. A year. Yeah. Um, these three Time Bandits figures are from an amazing company that I think has only been releasing stuff for two or three years. They're called Plastic Meatball. They're sort of like. I don't mean to talk shit on Super 7 because I love a lot of Super 7 stuff, mm-hmm. but these guys like hand sculpt every figure the way that like the Kenner uh, vintage line was sculpted. And not the Time Bandits line, but almost every other line they do features card art that's like an original painting. Um, so uh, I really love this company and I want to get more stuff from them. So I picked up these. These are the only three. I think there's a variant of uh, the evil character that has a vinyl cape that was a convention exclusive at some point, but like other than that variant, these are the only three from the time bandits line. And you know, the way this stuff goes probably going to be the only three that ever come out, but they've also done like serial mascots and uh, they're doing it. They they've got three out for, uh, for the labyrinth. It's uh hoggle, nice. uh, David Bowie and uh, Jennifer Connelly. I can't remember the character names off the top of my head, but Sarah, come on. Guys. Sarah, Right. I know. And Oh God. Uh, my wife's going to kill me if she watches it. I can't remember David Bowie's name of the movie. Jareth. Jareth. Yes, that's right. When I went to the Jim Henson Museum, they had like a display of all uh, letters and, uh, and fan art saying goodbye to Jareth at the, uh, at the puppetry museum down in Atlanta, Georgia. Quick sidebar on, on the, on the labyrinth thing. The original puppet for, for Hoggle was lost in a suitcase for like 15 years. And when people finally found it, it looked like a horror show, like a real body basically inside <laughs> yeah. the suitcase because out in the sun for ages. You want to scare yourself? Google the original Hoggle puppet. But anyways, <laughs> can, please continue. <laughs> yeah, uh, foam latex does not hold up well over time. Um, so here's a, uh, here's a set uh, that I got at Target on clearance. Uh, I really I hate the paint job on the inside of the uh, I don't know what you call them ears or flaps or whatever on the on the uh, on the dinosaur, but I do love Dallas Price Howard though. So it was like I think it was like six bucks to get the two of them on clearance. So I was excited to get them. Yeah. Do you collect any of the uh, Hammond collection stuff? You know, I, I've done, I've, I've collected Jurassic stuff over the years because I love the dinosaur sculpts, and I've actually used parts of them in my own work. Um, and like Mattel's doing a great job too. Like I thought that Hasbro stuff was nice enough, but like a lot. Of, do you guys yeah. are you guys paying attention to the new Mattel stuff? Like it's so oh, it looks so good. Oh I man, mean, um, Zach, the uh, network owner for us, he he showed the uh, Hammond Collection T Rex. 
Yep. And, I was, and I've never owned Jurassic Park stuff. I was more like the movie Same. fan, you know? Yeah. But once I saw that T-Rex, I was like, damn, that is nice. Yep. It's yes. the only one I have, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's the only Jurassic Park thing I own. Yeah. I kind of feel like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, And then, and then, like, so I, I held on to that for a while. I was like, man, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this. I might just sell it. And then I happened to be at Target. And I see the Triceratops. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn it. I had to buy the Triceratops. I mean, it's more legendary. <laughs> and then um, got really lucky. I was looking for um, Dino Fury Power Rangers or figures at Ross because they were hitting Ross for really cheap, right? Find what I want. I'm in line at Ross and I look to my left and I'm one of those. Uh, shelves that they have is like here's the candy and here's the little knickknacks and oh you need a you need a wallet you need a phone case right sitting there for seven dollars a velociraptor i was like i have to buy this so i bought the velociraptor and then um i ended up buying the uh colossus uh dinosaur from from the new movie uh i haven't watched it yet so I, i can't remember but um, and it's just it's awesome it's right oh it's like the is that the giant really, like, yeah the giant yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dreadnoughtus yeah dreadnoughtus colossus or whatever and then um we were on vacation this summer in the woodlands north of houston and we went to the target there because we were like you know get some souvenirs for the boys and stuff and uh i saw the uh i can't remember his head his name now but he's the hard hardhead you know, from Jurassic Park three, where he like he runs at the guys and stuff. Yep, and that's Jurassic like, Park two. Okay, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched any of the movies except <laughs> the first one all the way through. I just love the toys; like they're so beautiful. And like, I, like I buy a lot of like the, like the like the medium sized ones, yeah. like the ones that are like bigger than a you know they're bigger than the tiny. Well, I buy a lot of the tiny ones too, but like I love the yeah. ones that are like sort of the mid sized ones. Well, now at Target, they have the uh, the Brachiosaurus, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that I want it so bad. I want it so, so bad. That was my favorite dinosaur. <laughs> like, T-Rex is everyone's favorite dinosaur, right? But that one, oh, I just loved it, right? Brings back memories from, like, Land Before Time and stuff, you know, childhood stuff. But they want 90 bucks for oh, it. Yeah, that is brutal. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, even the Dreadnoughtus, I waited for it to go on clearance, and the box was, was beat to hell. Mm-hmm. So I got... I got it on clearance and uh, like twenty thirty dollars off. I paid like f- like thirty bucks, forty bucks for that figure, and it was I think it was like sixty seventy. So, geez, it was one twenty Canadian here. I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> well, like speaking of Jurassic Park stuff, I forgot. I probably should have sent Chris some pictures of this guy stuff too. He, he doesn't. He very rarely sells stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll do vehicles or robots or diorama stuff, but like. Have you guys ever seen the Instagram page for Empire Toy Works on Instagram? I have. It's just like you look look up Empire Toy Works on Instagram. Dude, it's just like it, the do whole, yourself they, a favor. This guy's so he has a whole room that is like a three and three quarter diorama of a space station, basically. Like every bit of the walls and the whole place is like layers of a space station. It looks like Blade Runner or something, and it's like cannibalized Star Wars and vehicles and like all kinds of different yeah like he's got yeah. Battlestar Galactica he's got like he's got uh cyborg dinosaurs from the Jurassic Park line that are being used as equipment sort of like from the Flintstones but in the future 
Like it's, I love Empire even... Toy Works. It's like you got to check out Empire Toy Works. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, we're about almost a month off of uh, San Diego Comic Con, right? And not a ton of news, but there are several things that are being released now since uh, since San, Di- San Diego Comic Con has passed. And then we have some other uh, smaller events that are going on ra- around with like four horsemen and things like that. They got a, they got a couple things going on and a con coming up here in, uh, I believe November. So we'll cover more of that. And we do have some four horsemen stuff, but we're going to start with, um, McFarlane on the news, starting with the McFarlane toys, DC multiverse gold label, red Robin Joker, I seven inch figure. This is a target exclusive for $24.99 cents due out September 23rd. Um, I think I, I honestly kind of like this uh, this uh, Joker eyes. I don't. I'm not a big fan of a lot of the Joker eyes stuff uh, in general. But um, what do you guys think? What do you think, Chris? I think that uh, you know, as, as usual, they have sort of just graffitied something they already made, and it's kind of offensive to me. But the the head on this one really works with the paint job. I think the wings look crazy, but something about the the way the the paint job on the head ha- has been done does sort of work with this figure. So I'll give it that. What do you think, Bethage? Bad fish. Sorry, God. Uh, yeah, color scheme's interesting, but. Uh... Yeah, definitely, definitely not not for me, obviously. But the uh, yeah. joke rise, but uh, yeah. Oh, those cards are cool. Yeah, count. But, what uh, do you think? I gotta say, it's an unpopular opinion, I guess, because you guys, you know, have a justifiable hatred for repaints. But because uh, <laughs> this is a really creative one, as a guy that loves sushi and a lot of Asian music, like this does appeal to me quite a bit. Is this six inch scale or? This is actually seven inch. Oh, okay. Scale. All right. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah, of the- I think it's beautiful. You know, I I don't collect DC figures per se, but like if somebody, you know, if if I were to get this in a trade or see a deal on it, I would be psyched. Um, so this is going to come with, of course, the figure and his wings. He's going to have a staff. He's going to have his uh, DC Multiverse card, a stand, a stand for the card, which I'm actually really appreciative that they've started uh, putting in these. I guess it, what it started maybe. Uh, I don't know, four or five months ago. And then he's going to have four of the Jokerized cards uh, as uh, most good Joker figures come with. Four different sets of card art? Well, if you see here, it's the four different cards right here. The three, the ace, the eight, and the nine. And then it just, it's Jokerized a little bit. Um, I did not mention this, guys. I do kind of want to try to fly through some of this stuff, too. So if you have an opinion, give it. If not, no big deal. Um, moving on, we do have the DC Retro Batman 66, uh, Batman 8 Wave. These are going to be $18 each due out in October of this year. You're going to have Batman, Robin, Joker, the Jester, uh, Lord Death, Superman, and Batman Robot. Um, I see these guys at, at, um, Target all the time. Uh, a lot of the Batmans and even some of the other better characters, kind of peg warmers for at least my target. But um, I really think this uh, Batman robot looks really cool. What do you guess? Yeah, I don't good. remember that. Was that featured on the '66 show? 
I think, well, neither was Superman, and that says Batman 66, so maybe they're just getting a little creative with it. But uh, to be honest, I have the best memory of the film and not the episodes. But, uh, you know, that's, I mean, this is cool. If The thing is, there's a lot of options for, like, higher-end Batman 66 stuff, which is the only reason, like, I would like this line never really appealed to me. But, you know, that, that Batmobile McFarlane put out that scaled mm-hmm. with these guys was, like, 20 bucks in canada and it looked kind of awesome (laughs) so like if you know i could understand having the batmobile and a couple of these guys for sure but around me the batman and robin figures in these waves do tend to disappear and then you're stuck with alfred dressed as batman which is actual figure that came out (laughs) it is an actual Uh, figure you're absolutely right the the paint on these are pretty cool that's all i'll say what company did the five inch line years ago because like my nieces got into the 66 show and I bought them those figures that mostly into girly toys like My Little Pony and Strawberry Shortcake and shit. But like they absolutely love the five inch like Batman. Well, those these are toys. pretty much five inch, right? Like, they're smaller than your regular McFarland DC stuff. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I would have. I thought they were actually six. I should know myself. But... OK, maybe they're six. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. smaller than the, mm-hmm. the DC series. But yeah, I mean, yeah. but, you know, like the guys on the main show talk about like there's been some third party unlicensed, like amazing six scale uh, yeah. Batman and Robin recently. And I think was it Jazz Inc. that put out the six scale Batmobile like, man, there's some, I mean, if you really love this show, like you get yourself like a three thousand dollar monument to it and then call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next thing we have is the DC uh, the DC Batman White Knight Sketch Edition Gold Label Gold Label seven inch figure. This is an Entertainment Earth exclusive. It's going to be thirty dollars due out this year. I actually really like this figure. I think the black and white on it really suits him. Uh, it's like a, a more artistic take on it. I think uh, he's going to come with his little grappling hook. And then he's got the uh, the ropes that go along with it, of course, with the the card holder, the stand, and the card. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like it's it, it's pretty nice. Uh, like you were saying, I'm loving the sort of card stand thing. It does. It actually sort of reminds me of like the old movie maniacs that McFarlane used to do, where you get like your horror figure with like the movie poster behind it, and it was like a really nice display for twenty bucks. It's pretty cool. You know. I have to say, if they're coming in with these boxes like this for thirty bucks, I I I I don't think I really care. I mean, it's like like you got you got Hasbro doing six inch and giving you no accessories or one accessory, maybe a head sculpt, and you're gonna get all of this stuff now. Maybe it's a waste of space, you know, but at least there's attention to detail in the packaging. Oh yeah, but look you how know? much look look how much air is in that box with that oh yeah plastic. You slide plastic that thing insert. up and it'll be a, a good little uh, little box for trinkets and stuff, right? Yeah, you could fit a whole <laughs> extra figure in there. Yeah, it's crazy. I love the paint on this one. Yeah, some of these comic ones just when they stylize them, so it look really good, and this is one of them. So. And then there's the front of the cover, the uh, the uh, gold label, uh, uh, label the gold label label, uh, sk- the sketch edition McFarlane's logo. I mean, this looks great. And I think and it has the window. I I'm guessing that it looks like a window, right? I mean, I don't think that's just painted on. That's the actual window to the box. Yeah, there's no plastic. It's just mm. a, yeah. Yeah, that looks really good. 
And then the sketch on the back, which they always get on point. It looks good. Um, so we have a couple of reveals. We got the Batman Dark Knights, uh, Dark Knights of Steel Batman teaser. Pre-orders will drop on the 24th of August for this. And then we will also have another reveal for the DC Multiverse uh, Green Lantern DC versus Vampires Walmart exclusive. And then another uh, reveal for the DC Multiverse Black Light Final Crisis Walmart exclusive. And then the, uh, a new release that we have is the uh, McFarlane Toys DC Multiverse Batman of Earth 22 Infected Glow in the Dark Edition 7 inch figure. This is going to be $30 due out September uh, 15th of this month. Um, you know, of all the glow in the dark stuff that's been out, maybe with the exception of the uh, Swamp, is it Swamp Thing or Man? I can't, I always get the mixed up thing. I actually like this one a little bit better. I mean, I don't have a good glow in the dark picture of it, but the green on the back of the cape looks really nice. What That's outrageous. Think? That's just outrageous, Sean. Like, clearly the Swamp Thing is better than this. Like, what's going on with all these, like, Joker, Batman monstrosities? Like, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> like what? Like really what's happening in the world if this is what Batman looks like? I like, said with the exception. <laughs> okay. Well, the Swamp Thing the swamp thing was amazing. This thing... I might have to get that me, Swamp Thing. Yeah. I've been seeing more stuff about it. I just... I, I don't have... Yeah. I refuse to do Batman. I when I first started reading comics and I started working at the comic shop, one of the girls that was at the comic stand with me, she was like, uh, "Read DC, read DC." I was like, "Fine, I'll do it for the customers." And I started reading um, Rebirth, and I, I got into like the first like twenty issues, but I was like, "Nope, I got to stick with Marvel. Marvel is my baby." And then going into Super 7, uh, one new release, and uh, of course we have the cat layer coming up. Um, Silverhawks Ultimate Wave 4, these are going to range anywhere from $65 to $85, and this is due out February of next year. We have Quicksilver, Steelheart, Monstar, and he's the $85 version, and then Buzzsaw. Um you know, I think one thing that Super 7 does really well is uh, making some of these animated figures. Like, maybe not so much the Silverhawk, but these two right here, I think well, look really, really cool. I see. I wasn't paying paying attention when I think they did like a Silverhawks line. Like it's been going on for a while, or they had yeah. an early wave a couple years ago. But I remember uh, the earlier ones sort of looked like they were painted like cell shaded, kind of. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can't tell if it's just the photography, but these those first two actually look like they're chrome, which is uh, something people really wanted to see the first time around. So um, that would be, be awesome if they were chrome and not just like painted plastic. Yeah, so I mean that'll be cool, but but uh, I remember people being a little bit off put by the like sort of cell shaded paint job on the the first wave that they did. Chris, did you ever share pictures of your uh, mudhorn ship on here? Did- oh, I, I think yeah. So yeah, that, I think that that predates uh, me getting okay. on small t- small right. talk. I got gotcha. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but no, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I guess the chroming process is kind of environmentally insensitive it's it's 
hard to get real toy manufacturers to do it. It's kind of expensive. Well, it's I mean, like it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I, I love it whenever yeah, people but, do it. But but, but then again, Hasbro did just put out a retro collection wave that had uh, that had the original R2 and 3PO in it that are somehow vac metalized. I wonder if they're using a new process or what, but that that's currently available. Cool. Um, the cool thing about this wave is if you pre-order the entire wave from Super 7, you will get this uh, this four-pack of extra head sculpts. Um, I really think this is a kind of a cool idea. It really gives an incentive, even if you're paying a little bit more than you'd want to, to, to get uh, just another accessory. And I think one thing that Super 7 does really well is handing out those accessories. Although the uh, the price tag is a little much for me, but I think it's a a good gesture, you know, to here's one other thing. If you buy the whole other, uh, the whole wave. And then the update on the Thundercats layer, uh, $650, uh, the pre-orders close on set or close on September 5th, uh, 17th. And it's due out in October of next year. Uh, the early funding did or was successful, I should say, uh, for the key. Uh, it needed 3,000 backers. It is currently at 3,226 as of about 730 today. And then tier one for 4,000 backers was the Sword of Omen, one cl uh, claw shield, and one uh, lab set. Tier two for 5,000 backers is the exclusive Thundercats Ultimate Astral Projection Lion of Figure. I mean, you know, at my first take on this was if you don't get the figures, it's a waste. But now, I don't know, guys. Like, to have a playset this big outside of the 90s. You know, when they were well, really big into the playsets, it's bigger than anything that ever came out in the 90s. But yeah, yeah. it's just, it's it, this is like I said, you know, you're whoever and anyone ever comes over to your house, they're going to think you're a member of a cult that prays to this thing. Like, <laughs> it's not, it, you know, it's like it, you can't even you can't really imagine the scale without like you got to look at some pictures of it uh, from the con and see people standing in front of it. Like, it's just nuts. But uh, I don't know. Did you say how much more time it still has? Because 3000 like. That would put it like in terms of like the smallest production run of anything like this. So the uh, backers close in exactly one month. It's the 17th okay. of September. So there's what time, do you guys but... think? Of, like, what do you think of this as a design for a fortress? Like as compared to like Castle Grayskull or like, I remember seeing this. You guys are all younger than me, I'm sure. But like, I remember seeing this like in the Sears catalog and thinking how bizarre it was when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I think it's, uh, it's this is a little more faithful to the show, but it's still like you know, it's still technically under scale, amazingly, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, I, I, it's like I didn't, I wasn't big on the show, but like this thing just looks evil to me, and like I kind of like that it exists, and like it seems like one of those things where like if you can afford it, it's just like, it's sort of a, a footnote in like toy collecting insanity, kind of like like you know it's flying too close to the sun and like stuff like this will will not be done eventually like it shouldn't be being done now it's crazy it is sick that they're attempting it that that is true uh, yeah yeah steve from uh, casual agree, nerd yeah. problems uh went to uh, san diego and he said this thing is huge you're gonna need a lot a lot a lot of space for this thing 
So you better be a hardcore uh, Thundercats fan if you're uh, doing this. Um, there's the key. I think I don't know. I have a thing for keys. I mean, I think this looks really cool. So, key to the city. What you oh. should get if you buy this. Yeah. And then there is the uh, first tier with the uh, the gauntlet, the claw gauntlet, and the the lab set, and then the astral proje projection lion-o. And then there it is at the con. So, I mean, geez, guys. I mean, these are these are what seven inch scale, right? Yeah, and, and it's just like you can't even your your he's brain small. can't even like you can't even understand that that's a seven inch figure when you look at this like it doesn't even make sense. It is incredible. Yeah, just the fact they're making it is it, it's coming now, so it's been backed. So it's awesome. yeah, it'll for sure be out there. So if uh, get on it now before you have to pay more money for it, right? I yeah, like I look forward to gawking at it in some lunatic's basement in the future. Yeah, probably Zach's. <laughs> Do you know We're any gonna... Thundercats guys, Chris? None. <laughs> <laughs> <Ayo. laughs> alright we are going to jump all the way to Star Wars Vintage Collection and we're going to start with the uh, Vintage Collection at 3 and 3 quarters Ahsoka from the Ahsoka uh, TV show $16.99 due out December it's and the identical then... it's the identical figure that came out on the Mandalorian card if anyone's wondering exactly the same and then we also have the Vintage Collection Sabine Wren three and three quarters figure. This was going to be twenty seven dollars ninety nine cents. Yeah, um, they uh, they goofed it on that helmet, man. That's big oversized helmet. They should have just done a full head swap because it looks crazy. Uh, okay, so here, here's ten dollars more for the extra little creature box. <laughs> Well, it's well, $16.99 for Ahsoka and, and then $27.99 for this and the little creature that she comes with. Yeah, so this Crazy. is what I wanted to kind of bring up, at least for um, for Star Wars topic here. You know, these things are $16, $16 $17, and then you get these big deluxe ones like the uh, the Sabine uh, who come in the box, and they have the maybe the extra figure, things like that. But $27 or $28? And then tax for for a three and three quarters scale figure like i don't know account account can you can you attest to this in any way like i'm spending thirty dollars on a figure that's six inch scale like you know th these guys right here you know to get the a last time i was at target you know like I, I think it started with like the uh the dark trooper right it was a mm -hmm. boxed thing that had alternate hands and all this other jazz and, you know, I had imagined that it would be – I didn't know that they were just going to continue doing this throughout the line. But as a collector of Star Wars stuff, like, it's really upsetting to, like – what did you say, 28 bucks or 32 bucks? It's it's crazy for a three-and-three-quarter figure. It, you know, like, they eliminate the plastic from the packaging. You have this cardboard box where you're not sure if somebody returned it and, you know, put a handful of snotty Kleenex or something in there instead for weight. Mm -hmm. And it costs you thirty bucks at least. It, I'm 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 not that happy with Hasbro. Like my wife bought me the uh, the Dark Trooper. I was tempted to get the uh, the heavy Mandalorian there that's in a box like that, but it's too expensive. It just it's just too much for a figure that small. And I know that there's alternate hands and 
other accessories and stuff, but like they've basically Limited more than doubled the price of a of a card in Blistered Figure. Um, Chris, what do you think about this? It it hasn't been that long that they've been doing this. Like I don't know if you can like if you guys I don't know if you guys remember this figure if you can soul cam me for a sec, but this was like a couple bucks more than the regular figures I think, and you got more than Sabine comes with there. Like uh, there's and Din has an alternate head in here too for no helmet, which is why his helmet's the correct size, unlike the Sabine. Um, but uh, you know he's got the Cam Tono and Baby Yoda and some Beskar bricks. Like and this I like. I I'm not a hundred percent sure it was even more than the regular figures in that wave. Like it probably was like three to four, three or four dollars more. But exactly, like, exactly, that's value. You know, like that right. that was not that long ago. So this is just a little, little bit, little bit, a uh, little bit weird. And like the cat doesn't do anything for me. You know, like <laughs> loath cats. One of those just disney era things that i would like to kill with fire so i don't really mind well, it do you prefer it to like the um the build a weapon crap from the force awakens line uh well i don't i mean i think they should i i don't know about i don't know what they were doing in the force away oh you mean like those they would have like a yeah. like armor up guns, extra drunk plastic yeah like stuff that, that never stuff that you know like I've, i use it as fodder as an artist but like yeah for your average collector to have something that never appeared in the movie uh, wouldn't you to rather honest, have it? I, I kind of, I wouldn't mind if the, I, I feel like the, that Hasbro is really missing something, not having that like cheaper, cheaper line. Like when they were doing five POAs, like when they finished it up with, I think solo was the last one to have that, but like you used to get so much more vehicles and like now you, now you get like one new vintage collection vehicle a year and then a couple reissues maybe like, you know, there were some like the vehicles weren't great, but like some of the smaller ones would like like, you know, like they did some good fighters that were like 20 bucks. And now it's like you you may have your ghost in two years if you pay five hundred dollars. Yeah, this the I would say any when when I was seeing all that stuff, it was all pretty much useless to me. Obviously, for kids, they might play with it. But as a collector, it's like I'd much rather something like this, but not for the price yeah. jump that they're giving you. It's like. Why is this ten dollars more for one well, little figure? But this is cooler than again a little. Pack oh yeah, pack that's well, that's the, nothing for me for sure. But like, it, it, there is just something weird going on. They just think they can get away with it because, like, you guys probably saw um, a re- the most recent like retail vehicle that was new was the uh, the speeder bike. There was like a Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary three and three quarter speeder bike, and like in Canada that was seventy dollars. And like, it's a you know it's something that like the nineteen eighty three version five ninety nine the two thousand ten version seven ninety nine <laughs> the two thousand twenty three version seventy dollars interesting yeah. you know it, it it changed less in thirty five years than it has in the last ten I don't it's not the that's not the rate of inflation so so you know they just think they can get away with it and I I, I guess what they're what their model is is find the extreme collectors who will pay more and produce less and charge more for it. And I guess I that's where like, we're at. How many completists are there even left in the world? You know that they could take advantage of. Like, I think they the all have podcasts. Pushing a lot of them out, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But uh, the. A lot of the complete pe- people who I knew who were completionists for like getting every TVC or anything, they can't anymore because there's just mm-hmm. there's just the price and there's too many and they're still pushing out a good chunk of these. So 
you know, the, but I agree with you vehicle wise. It's not the same. I think y'all bring up a good point too. Cause it's like, are they upping the price? Because not only kids are buying it, but adult collectors who are looking for a good product are buying it. So if they're going to collect it and we're just going to sell it for a premium. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to go back that far. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the the uh, the solo line, but uh, who is you know who is the there's like a there's like a bounty hunter in the solo line who's like turned out turns out to be like a 13 year old girl by the end of the movie, but she has like this awesome like speeder bike, and like there there's a three and three quarter version of that speeder bike that I don't know what it retail for in the states, but in Canada it was like nine ninety nine, and it's pretty nice, and like you know that's only twenty seventeen I think. So like, I don't know where how you how you jump up to seventy seventy dollars for something that's like basically the same size. Are you better? About Remember the, the train play set for that? Like that was the most disappointing yeah. thing I thought well, for the solo. The cardboard train play set. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I know was... like the I know the cardboard background is a tradition in Star Wars toys, like going back to the cantina and stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't weird. care for it. I was yeah. I was like, I would have to like build more onto this thing to make it worth buying. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as far as a 3D vehicle the size of a speeder bike, it was oh, yeah, ten dollars yeah, five the, years ago, mm-hmm. and now it's seventy. Yeah, cool, insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the large, the six-inch version of that bike was seventy or eighty dollars. Yeah, now the three and three-quarter one is seventy. I can't even remember the name. Yeah, of that exactly. Because it's not a very memorable film, Bad Fish. That's why you can't remember the name of the character. But anyways, let's let's talk <laughs> about the ghost. I like Solo. Sorry. But yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. So we're got we have an update on the Haslab Ghost. So we got some uh, new paint on it. On it, right, Bad Fish. Yeah, so almost all of these pictures should be the new actual prototype photos that are actually painted versus the renders we showed last time. So you'll notice these are actually quite a bit different with the the uh, way it's actually come up. But it looks good um, with the weathering and whatnot, the uh, carbon scoring and all that. That that that's nice. all come out where they've where they've set it. Where they showed in the renders and the engines and whatnot, you can see the greebling and greebles or whatnot look look good. So, and this is uh, yeah. What so if so far. if you have not been watching the show lately, shame on you. But uh, we are going to go over the specs for the Haslab Ghost. It's uh, five hundred dollars. Last day to do this is September sixth. So guys, y'all need to kind of hurry up if you're on the fence on this and really i don't really know how many people would be on the fence like it's either you're gonna get this or you're not i feel like at this point and um uh crowdfunding ends in about 20 days they needed eight thousand backers they're currently at ten thousand five hundred thirty two as of a little bit earlier today um you're gonna of course get the ghost uh the ghost vehicle the star wars vintage collection uh three and three i'm sorry three and three quarters general uh general hera uh figure with three these are updated pics of the figures too they were all like kind of rendered before these are actual figures now that looks really good yeah see this i need i need marvel now to come out with a uh what was uh the guardian ship called the milano i need a milano that's like this. it's yeah it'd be cool honestly as well a lot of these look better than the renders the detail on the cockpit and in the like the crew area where they all hang out and 
there's the hollow board and stuff. It looks mm -hmm. even better than the renders did. So we're just shy of the first tier at 11,000. That's going to get you Ezra, uh, 14,000 for Kanan and, uh, 17,000 for Zeb. I mean, with less than way less than a month to go. I mean, it's, it'll be disappointing. I agree with, with Chris. I think he mentioned it <laughs> last time is that, uh, we'll get these eventually, but how, how close is eventually, especially with this coming out. In a couple I mean, years. like, how do you guys think that like the five POA versions would look in the ship? I think it would look fine myself. I'm not particular. Well, it, it, like the it, rebels probably, line. Yeah. I mean, you know, mo I most, that's the thing, right? Like a lot of people, because, because when that, when uh when that line came out it was basically like we're canceling vintage collection for a while here's some figures that we made way cheaper that the knees don't bend i think a lot of collectors got turned off by those early rebel figures and i think that just i don't know if they've sort of recovered from that yet really but uh I, uh like like uh sean was saying like you know if they're showing prototypes this far along you're getting all these figures you're just not going to get them on the mural card backs that they're showing here they'll have a different picture and you'll get them one at a time if the if the ship comes out they're going to make all these because the the prototypes are already done so don't worry about it i kind of to be honest i kind of hope that they don't sell like thirty thousand of these because then i'll see them at toy shows for sale for the rest of my life i would like there to be like twelve thousand of them and that way like the people who buy them will actually like get some value if they buy two and they'll be able to get get their goes for free for suckers who slept on it and didn't buy it i you know it makes it more special it makes it more legendary they don't need to sell thirty thousand of these things if you it, you know if it's right for you and get it if it's right for you but uh you know it's it's special it's cool it's not as cool as the tvc falcon so if you don't have a tvc falcon you really have no business buying this as a star wars fan get your priorities in order <laughs> what, i gotta ask you real quick chris like uh which inquisitors do you prefer the original five poa rebels ones or the ones from solo uh, you mean Obi Wan, the most hard? Oh, yeah, yeah, Obi Wan, Obi Wan. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. All right, yeah. no, sorry. you know, you my know bad. what's my f my favorite Inquisitor is that one that's got like a devil bird mask and Tales of the Jedi that Ahsoka kills five minutes yeah. after he's introduced. That's my favorite Inquisitor. And he's never been a figure, right? No, and he's right. was I think he was in the novel, and then that thirty seconds of media, and that's it. <laughs> great, <laughs> okay. great All Inquisitor. Right. All right. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing the detail on these thrusters and. Damn, that's nice. But yeah, I man. go ahead, go ahead, Badfish. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I I see a little bit of weathering on other parts of the ship, but I feel like the the engines are so detailed and they're so painted well in like that gunmetalish color, and then I just kind of see like plain grayish plastic. white plastic. <laughs> yeah. Like, how accurate is that to the show? Is it? Is it not? I see some wash there, but I see what you're saying. Um, I, I, but um, that's a better view right there. Yeah. You see the wash on this panel right here. Mm -hmm. I think it's. I'd have to double check, but I think it would be pretty, pretty accurate. Uh, I was, I was, um, I was saying is I think if you go back, I'm not sure if we'll see it where they're in the cockpit. Um, that's a good close up of that. But here in the cockpit, you can see as well they've done like the panels on the left just above Kanan's head. You can see like they've actually 
but some some of this looks really good the actual consoles yeah. i should have included those photos that's you know that that's a good point like if you go back like the tvc falcon was sculpted in like 2007 or something and like a lot of the detail in the cockpit is still decals and stuff at that point and like this is mm -hmm. from a technical standpoint a major step up yeah. yeah the card art on that hero was pretty terrible though isn't it funny that the figures get more articulated and detailed and the card art gets crappier. well okay so this is where your your fan ignorance is showing count because this is based on a mural that takes place <laughs> that is yeah but why would you make that choice though why would you make because that choice? Be because I like they it. <laughs> it they made that choice because the murals in the new ahsoka show it's going to be in the first episode in a couple days uh, and and b they're going to re-release the figures with better card art anyway eventually <laughs> I don't know. That just does nothing for me, I guess. I featured on the show or not. It's, you know, why oh, yeah. bother it, doing it? Like, I don't know. That's just well, me. The, the whole thing, the whole thing of it's a preference, real, I guess. Yeah. But like the whole idea of realistic looking figures, but like the cartoon card art, it's just so confusing to me. Like the new, they showed, they, te I think at SDCC, they teased Thrawn, which was technically the first vintage collection rebels figure they ever showed. And like, that broke a long-standing tradition with Vintage Collection where they uh, they, they would usually do, like, a real-life interpretation on the card art. Like, there's a Clone Wars, Anakin, and Obi-Wan that have, like, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, like, photoshopped into a Clone Wars scene. Whereas this Thrawn is just, like, a picture of yeah. cartoon Thrawn from Rebels. So they're sort, of, they're sort of breaking down some of the long-standing traditions of TVC. So we'll see how it goes, but... Yeah. I almost wish they'd do a last 17 crappy painting version, you know? Like, well, there, I mean, you're getting your, you're finally getting a retro collection yak face. So in, in, in the, sure. yeah. So that's going to be, you know, you're going to see loose yak faces bobbing around for the, for all, all time now. And you're going to have to check to see if it's $500 or $599. Moving on, we're heading into the Marvel legends. We got the, Marvel Legends Disney Plus King uh, Plus Kingpin uh, wave coming out. Um, it does say Plus Kingpin. He's not the build a figure. We'll uh, reveal the build a figure here in a second. But it's going to be uh, these are going to be twenty four ninety nine each, which is a little bit better than what they've been doing. Um, I have some gripes with the characters, but um, this is going to be due out in October of this year. You're going to get Kingpin, Nick Fury, um, Yelena, Goliath. Gamora, Talos, Agatha, and then the Build-A-Figure, which is the What If Hydra Stomper. The upgraded version of the original version was uh, the green. So this is definitely getting more high-tech, uh, mm. I guess you would guess, after the war. Um, head, though. Come well, on. Okay, he's not he's not meant to actually have his real arms in the arms, right? So yeah. he just sort of huddles together on the inside of the chest, right? That's how it works. It's like a Hulkbuster. But yeah, okay. I think the head's like crazy small. Um, so like, is, is is he tucked into the torso of the thing then, and the arms are just robotic? You know, it's like uh, it's like this. He, <laughs> joysticks. <laughs> He's got two joysticks in there. So yeah. it's like a mech suit then. It's like a Voltron. Yeah, except I think he's standing. So. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah, exactly. I really want to like this know. Agatha, but I just I think it's like a big miss. I don't know. But I really, I think I really want this Hydra Stomper. Um, I have to buy this Gamora. Ever since I saw the the What If, and uh, there was a tease several months ago about it, 
I was this is the figure from what if that I need so I will for sure be buying this and then I'm uh, I'm a little underwhelmed on the rest of it I do kind of like the um, the kingpin I feel like in the in uh, the daredevil series they made him out to be this monstrous kind of guy you know how he's big in the comics but then when he was in um, the Hawkeye uh disney plus show he definitely got that more slimmed look and he looked more just like street level businessman kind of guy um and then on the i think the nick fury looks really good especially with all the accessories but i think the elena is just just a little bit off there's something about it that i just don't like i can't tell if it's like the hair or just kind of like the makeup they kind of put on her with like the lips and stuff but uh what do you guys think about this wave i abstain <laughs> I figured. I agree. You watch the Marvel Kingpin. movies, Chris? N- no. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. No, I'm in the same boat. Like it's a it's a limited handful that I pay attention to. But that Gamora does look pretty cool. That's my yeah, she does. She's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You're right. But yeah, I agree. The the Kingpin though, I uh, absolutely agree. It's not. It just doesn't. It's. It's There's not an intimidation factor. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. he doesn't. Yeah, he's just yeah. a regular guy. He's yeah. The jewel, slightly overweight on. and bald. Not that the much different than me. The thing is cool, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, his head sculpt kind of just reminds me of like in uh, Daredevil, where he stares at the painting. You know, like he's just kind of like dead faced. No, no real like murderous emotion that he typically has. But yeah, Do you that, remember the retro one, the big one they released yes. a while ago? That thing was. I had the build a figure and I sold it a while, a long while back. But I kind of want that retro one. Something about that orange is it orange, right? The orange suit on the inside. Yeah, the I'm looking at it. Yeah, orange and then blue little thing, uh, ascot or whatever. I don't hey, remember uh, the. Go ahead. Get that head for your Black Series Krennic figures that look like Roadkill compared to this. <laughs> for, okay okay for real though i was just gonna say that i was like this guy's head sculpt looks amazing well the chronic black series predates uh the face printing tech yeah their bad fish has it full screen he looks crazy yep <laughs> i had it focused what are you talking about that looks just like him yeah yeah <laughs> so really you know that would be an awesome head swap Damn. and it probably fits focused like two seconds yeah. ago of course when I yeah was but you know it's but it's predates face printing basically is the point get yeah. in there krennic anyway you're probably not getting him again either i love this figure though i love the outfit on him he mean it's they did a good job on that but yeah uh moving on with the last thing we have for marvel legends is the marvel legends shield agent of shield agent and hydra trooper two-pack uh, pre-orders are exclusively at uh, Hasbro Pulse and the Shop Disney Store starting August 17th, um, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, Is this an army building concept? Like, this for generic I soldiers? Or? I don't think so because, well, these are definitely more comic version. This is one thing that they do specify. Um, but... I don't know. I think it's a miss. I mean, I think if you're going to do from now on, unless it's like a significant character, if you're going to do a Hydra soldier comic version or a, um, 
or a shield a shield sol- a soldier, I feel like it just needs to be the uh, the builds, you know, the the army builders. Mm. You don't need this big elaborate box or anything like that with probably yeah. missing pieces and all that. Give me a small square box, wrap it up in some paper like they did for the fifteen dollar, the fifteen dollar uh, versions of these, and call it a day. I don't know. I kind of like. I like it on the uh, the Hydra uh, trooper. The like the stitching, like on the middle of the chest, looks kind of three D. I don't know. There's some. It looks. Kinda, I like the texture of like this part of the suit where the, the looks like the zipper is supposed to be. That look, looks kind kind of good. It doesn't look like it's just a generic part like the rest of this could be. So that's sort of nice. I don't know who's army building like six inch figures though. Like right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, right. But like, do you How? need like? Do you want the? I mean, like, clearly you're not like a big Marvel collector anyway. But like, do you have any desire for the uh, unmasked head as a fan of figures? Period. Well, that's yeah. I guess you don't. You could bring down the cost if you just went with the helmets right. on on right. these. Since since look, if you got like ten, they're start going to start looking repetitive, right? Even if you have a couple different heads. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. And then moving, oh, the one thing we, that one thing that should be mentioned is that in this two pack, you did you did get uh, get quite a bit. I mean, you got three head sculpts, not including the helmeted versions as you see on the on the figures, and then uh, the guns as well. So I mean, you do get quite a bit for it, but um, I don't know. Uh, moving on to four horsemen, they have extended their Cosmic Legions line, starting uh, with the Cosmic Legions Ox Crew Book One. Thraxon. Um, this pre-order sale will go on until Friday, August 11th. And let me tell you guys, as someone who has uh, missed out on... I'm sorry, I'm, I misspoke. The pre-orders went on sale August 11th uh, at 10.30 Eastern Time. But as someone who's missed out on several of the Cosmic Legions now, if you like these, go get them because they will disappear real fast um and then it's closing on september 17th at 11 a.m or i'm sorry 11 p.m eastern and due out late 2024 so i believe the first wave is already out um most people are getting it but there's still two and a half, i think it's two waves behind not including this one so i just kind of want to see more uh you're gonna get uh cr- Kroon Ray, he's $42. You're going to get the uh, Lowlander uh, Scapeback uh, for $42. And this one comes with a lot of cool stuff. So actually, I'm sorry, this is the first one. Um, this is the Scapeback right here. Um, I really like this figure a lot. I think it's really cool that we're going to get like an alien animal version of something. I really dig the purple, the eyes, all of it. So at the very least, I will be getting this guy. Um, and then he comes with a couple of claws. The next wow. guy is called uh, Orvar. He's $48. He has this big old backpack on the back of him right there. Reminds me of like the Halo grunt. Yeah. Like, like the Mass Effect. The suit kind of looks like the, the dinosaur Effect. guys in Mass Effect. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And then we have uh, Thraxen Scout for $37. Um I, I really like these two head sculpts. I think they look really cool. Uh, definitely very villainous. Look at the glaze on those teeth, man. Like they, this mm-hmm. is too good. 
<laughs> it's really, really nice. And like, the price, wow. like, don't get me wrong, they're 40 bucks to $50, depending, but, mm-hmm. man. Detail is the, sick, though. And, like, really the softwoods on that first one, oof. Well, you compare Amazing. this to what you're paying for a little bit more than what you're paying for, say, like a Hasbro 6-inch. These are okay. awesome. Yep. You're right, man. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Eulenier uh, uh, Spear. He looks a bit like he's got the wrong legs off a regular humanoid uh, figure, but well, this could be in Star Wars too. Like, look at this. I, uh, I apologize, guys. It's Yukaha. This is Yukaha. He's thirty-seven dollars. But yeah, he looks bucks. like he jumped out those pages of Star Wars for sure. Yeah. Well, it's because it looks like it's uh, based on the physical limitations of having a man in a costume with like a giant additional piece on top of his head because the legs look like regular dude legs and then you got this big big thing on top but uh that's pretty cool oh that's nice too jesus and then this, this is, is like uh, U- the eulera yeah. spear and then the i'll come back to these yeah. uh the and this guy is vel velic spear yeah, this rem- though, even those like little circular things on the suit remind me so much of StarCraft. And then they're going to have a campsite uh, communications and cargo collection for 25 bucks. Mm. It's literally just like best of space video games figures. Yep. <laughs> like, These are know, awesome, man. I kind of like like generic ass. Like, not generic. That's the wrong word. But like sort of like... Uh, unknown science fiction figures you know yeah, like yeah. you could you could mix in with another line like these are really beautiful i think it's you know what really drew me to uh the four horsemen stuff in general was um i i, I feel like i have what i need you know like the 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 dioramas that i want the uh, collections that i want i feel like i have what i need what really drew me to four horsemen is that it's almost outside the superhero stuff I mean, even if you considered Star Wars, like superhero villains, supervillains, things like that, like these guys are just cool. It's mm-hmm. cool to have the horses. It's cool to have the mythical, the mythical creatures outside of a superhero style uh, figure. Yeah, this is. These are so creative, like, and they're so well done, as you guys, have, as we've all said so far. But wow, just so cool. Like speaking to the comments there, like um, I'm surprised. Like, do you not prefer that the plastic be the base color for, especially the head and face? Like, it's something I try to do in my own work is to have like the resin itself be like the base color for the face, so you don't lose detail while painting it. I don't know who that. I'm sorry, I, I missed whose comment that was, but like, uh, Mark Pearson here saying, uh, yeah. Uh, I believe you're like, with the dyed plastic mold here at the end. On yeah, like like painted details and, and washes and stuff are awesome, but like I think that in general, like if you can get like a nice opaque plastic for the base color, you're in a better. I think a lot of these have that. It's just the overall paint job is just generally done better. Yeah, yeah, they're they're here. beautiful. Yeah. Like, like, like this guy's got to be a base green, right? Yeah, I, I would think. Yeah. But I, I, I see what you're saying for sure. Yeah. 
the yeah. first guy is the best in my is my favorite with all the cloaks like, and like the soft goods man were so yeah, good like oh sweet man dude. it reminds me of like a one of the pro, probe droids like they took his head and they put it on a, right. on another droid it's definitely inspired by that yeah. for sure it's so cool. it's so cool oh they usually have a they don't have a bonus i don't think they usually have one for if you get the whole wave or is that you get a discount if you order the whole wave i don't remember i think it's you get a discount Okay. One six shooters in the uh, in the house today too, and uh, I'm sorry I don't I don't remember what I said the Thraxon was, but he is thirty or she is thirty seven dollars. That that does not sound expensive for any of these. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Okay, Mark, I get you. Yeah, it's these are great prices too, considering. Um, yeah, this company is one of my one of my favorites. If I wasn't already into like so many other twelve scale stuff before, when mm -hmm. I saw these, I would probably whether it be their fantasy ones or these space ones wow 2.99 is really good <laughs> wow yeah well yeah, you know see, though i think one six shooter if you remember um what was that first wave i think it was close to like i think it was 4.99 500 bucks i don't think it reached six but uh they were they were pretty up there yeah i think that was one of the lines i saw it's like i wanted them all it's like kind of wow. oh, i want the discount but i can't really justify spending that money especially u.s converting to canadian it's like mm. damn that's like four or five hundred bucks i'm like nah i can't mm. i'm tempted to cherry pick that first guy though i gotta say yeah yeah it looks really good and um four horsemen they're gonna be having having a, they're gonna have a con here in the next uh few months so hopefully hopefully these guys will be there and this is just cool too just just to have this little command center um a couple more things guys we're gonna kind of try to fly through it because we are at two hours so um three zero announced their dlx iron man mark five emergency suit armor uh this is from the iron man 2 movie uh and it's coming soon and then an update the uh by popular demand 3.0 and marvel studios are thrilled to announce that we have reopened or they have reopened the pre-orders for the highly sought after dlx black panther so that is available as well uh this announcement was maybe a couple days ago so i would definitely go check 3.0 as quick as possible if you missed out on this guy but uh for the iron man i'm excited for this you know I um, I still need to go get my Mark 46. That's my favorite armor uh, that I don't own. Uh, but this guy just this bought me in to Iron Man so much. Just like that whole scene on the on the racetrack and then the the uh, the box and stuff. So or the the briefcase. I really hope the briefcase is included. Um, but yeah, this figure looks awesome. What do you guys think? Hey man, you know how like I'm not a big Marvel guy, but the texture on that looks like a bigger, more expensive thing. I mean, well, I don't know what the price point is on it, but like the the edges are like real refined and sharp on that, and it looks like metal, so that's pretty awesome. If I had to guess, I think it's gonna be around a hundred bucks, these, maybe yeah. hundred and ten. These, yeah, that's do crazy. Do these have metal? I thought they did. I don't remember. I think they are diecast, aren't they? I think they are. Yeah. They, Three zero makes some awesome stuff, so I think if you're buying it, and they're usually not crazy price, but uh, yeah, there's no price right now. I don't think. 
Yeah, what scale is that Iron Man? I believe it's just under six inch scale. Uh, wow, like I mean, I don't. It's hard to imagine. Or just like, above it, they're slightly bigger than uh, SHF. Yeah, but like if you just it just even look at like the like the how small some of like the three D like lines like on the lower part of the chest are. Like it's hard to imagine how they're even doing that at that scale that sharp like i don't know if that's a render or what but that looks awesome and again there's the black panther and uh we do have NECA coming back i'm uh i'm excited for NECA to come back uh kind of took them out of jail at least for now and uh we'll see how it goes and um i don't know maybe we'll maybe see we may have to put them back in after this we'll see after the news today but... oh man some of this stuff i'm not a huge turtles fan spoiler sorry but some of the stuff is looking really cool i'm a huge turtles fan so i actually was excited about this news so NECA announced a couple days ago earlier this week that they were going to which sometimes is annoying with NECA. they'll pop these on you five days before and they want the money up front for all these pre-orders um so there's been mock-ups of the sewer layer at some cons and stuff and it's uh, three brick walls, couch, table, a rug, and various openings with pipes. And that's going went on pre-order today, August 17th. And that is the biggest controversy right now. The price is $300 US. Um, and for what you're getting, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's, that should be the price point. Yeah, you could build your own diorama much cheaper than that for that. I was know. quite literally saying that to uh, to uh, one of the uh, Patreonies, uh, Equan yeah. here. Uh, yeah, it's it's way. There's too nothing. Crazy. There's nothing outside of like basic skills there. Yeah, and you, you could build this yeah for maybe fifty to a hundred dollars on your own, and right. it would be something fun to do. Yeah. Uh, but the cooler one that a lot of people that I missed out on that I was happy to see was this small accessory, which comes with way more. Um, when it, uh, I'll actually maybe next week include some of the pictures with the what it all comes with. But um, it's only fifty dollars, um, and that's back up for pre-order now. Uh, so if you go on NECA store, you can grab that, uh, and I think that one's worth it. And the accessories it comes with are, are pretty cool. They usually do a good job with their accessories. That's mm -hmm. what, And their prices are usually a bit more on point. That's why I was surprised that the layer mm -hmm. was so much. Because, I mean, you see that 50 bucks with all the stuff it comes with. And, mm -hmm. and then one other thing was the NECA uh, announced, uh, s shared some info about a New York Comic Con exclusive that's coming. The uh, Scream 6 Ghostface takes Manhattan. So it's coming with six different masks, uh, alt hands, a Statue of Liberty prop, which is, uh, I think, my favorite, uh, a play kill prop, two knives, and more, but uh, and featuring some glow-in-the-dark action, but no price uh, at the moment. But uh, if you're a horror fan, there's some, uh, I think it's a pretty cool-looking uh, exclusive. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Manny will really enjoy this. Man, that, yeah, oh, that's think, so cool. I think so. You know, I'm uh, a big fan of the uh, the NECA Universal Monsters, the black and white versions, and the gargoyles. So excited to see what's coming next with these guys. So back out of jail, and Mark, Mark says right back in. <laughs> right to jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
So, Count, we have a little activity we like to do right at the end of the show called Grade the Figure. Basically, what we're going to do is give it an A, B, C, D, or F answer. Uh, pluses and minuses do apply. So you're going to see a few uh, figures that we had talked about today. Um, because we are at two hours, guys, I would like to run through this as quickly as possible. So if you have a hot take or not so hot take, uh, let's make it a little brief, okay? So the first one we have is the uh, Robin. I'm going to go ahead and give this a C. I really, I, I think the color is cool. I, it's more Jokerized stuff. I feel it's getting overplayed, just kind of like the Venomized stuff was. But uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to give this an F because if I never see another Jokerized thing the rest of my life, I'll be fine, even though this isn't the worst offender of the lot. Go ahead, Batfish. I'm going to match with a C as well because I do like the color scheme as well. But, yeah, just not not for me. But, uh, what do you think, Count? For the reasons I said earlier, I'm not really a DC guy in general. But I, I'm going to go ahead and give this a B plus. It, it appeals to me. I'm sorry, guys. You don't have to apologize here. No, no apologize. <laughs> right. Grade what you want, man. Yeah. Um, the next oh. one is the Kingpin. I'm also going to give this a C. I not enough for a kingpin for me i mean you get two fists and the 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 staff or what would you call it the walking stick um i think that's probably the best part of it like like you said bad fish with the with the uh the diamond on top but um comic versions i wouldn't mind paying more for the comic versions just as they are if i'm gonna get this much yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a C. It just looks like a mix match of parts that weren't designed for this figure to me. Good yeah, the pants are coming from somewhere. I don't know where, but I'll agree with the C as well. It's just not not terrible, not great, just middle of the road. Yeah, like the leg, like I'm giving this like a D minus, and I feel like I'm being generous because like it doesn't even look like his thighs rubbed together when he walks. He's supposed to be a fat guy. <laughs> and as far as the diamond on the staff, like you you know you cast it in clear plastic mm -hmm. and you paint the rest of it. It's not that hard. So. Uh, I really. This is not what I think of. Like I was a, I was a Marvel Comics fan when I was younger, and this is not at all what I think of as the Kingpin. This is like the Kingpin with cancer, or on some sort of advanced diet. Oh, I, I love, I go. love the uh, the behind the scenes like uh, details on the painting as well. You know, now that I think about it, like thinking back to the um, the Daredevil TV show, like he definitely looked more broad to me. Yeah. And he definitely looked more. There's like an like intimidation factor with this right. character that that's just not here but, with this figure. But in in Hawkeye, he looked more like a boxer. He slowed down a, a little bit. You know, he he was when he was fighting and stuff. Like I don't know. Are you I, trying to say that the the Disney show is worse? The Disney show was worse. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Disney back then. Anyways, no, I'm I know saying. that. They they screwed it up obviously because that's their mo but that that's fine yeah you know yeah he was amazing in Daredevil um so I'm gonna give this Gamora an A plus I absolutely love it I am very biased on this one I'm a huge huge <laughs> Thanos fan to get the armor the correct sword the first time uh I mean it took forever for them to push out the correct sword with all the versions of Thanos that they did uh at least from Endgame um. I can see where I can grade it lower, but I've been anticipating this figure for a long time, so it's an A-plus for me personally. 
Yeah, I'll give it a B plus just because if it had a better paint job, it wouldn't look out of place with those cosmic legions, which I do like. But I don't re- recognize the source material here. It definitely has like a, it doesn't look like it was painted gold, right? It looks like it's just like melted plastic gold. Yeah. This is probably what Mark's talking about, but uh, I would I do like the uh, sculpt and I like the way the hair looks. Um, just very cartoony from the show, but I would say B plus as well. Yeah, I'm just gonna give it a B. I guess I I do. You know, it looks pretty decent, and uh, you know, just the details on the on the bonus arm for the build a figure are pretty sweet. So. And then moving on, I need to reference the name really quick. The Lowlander scap, uh, Skateback. I think this is a definite A+, plus as well. I, I really like the way this thing looks. Um, it it just screams space animal. You know, like, when I, when I first yeah. saw this looking at it, it was like a, thinking about, like, No Man's Sky. Just those little creatures that were running around on the planet and stuff. Like, I'm really excited for this figure. Uh, probably one of two or three that I'll buy from this from this wave. Yeah, I'll give it a B plus just because like I love sort of trying to figure out what they're specifically referencing and like this guy looks a bit like they're like the dogs from the Predators movie or like maybe like there's like a Corellian Hound and the it's Solo movie. It looks a little bit like that too. And uh, but you know as the, as far as I'm concerned, this is, I mean, it's definitely like, it's, it's great, but it's not the standout of the, the like that wave is just insane. And like, yeah. yeah, this guy's kind of the odd one out in that wave to me, but, uh, it's still pretty cool. This is, uh, trying to figure out what's going on in the back now with the, between the two legs, but, um, yeah. the, this is an A plus for me too. Just creativity, the paint, you don't see anything like this, uh, like just yeah that's that's why and it's done well like for me like it, it's it's a well sculpted figure but like the the purple's very flat to me i wish it was metallic or maybe glazed better or something so i'm gonna give it like a like a b minus c plus somewhere in there and then uh we have the dlx iron man mark five uh one of my favorite suits of all time um I need to see more. Of course, this was just the reveal, so the basic grade that I'll give it is uh, to be determined, but I'm going to start off with a solid A. I mean, I, you know, I, I think Iron Man has, you know, there's if you, if you have enough figures of some specific character, it's Iron Man already on the market. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, the, the, the sculpt lo- it looks crispy, man. Those details look sharp. If this is like, like, it's amazing to me that you can do something with that sort of metallic texture with that fine detail that's smaller than one sixth. So I'll give it a I'll give it a, C, a solid C plus. Uh, I I'd go A minus. I love this armor as well. So a little bias, um, and it looks really good. It says it's the prototype and not final. So this is, I believe, the actual uh, actual fig an actual figure. Sorry, not a render, uh, but. Yeah, I I think it looks great so far, and uh, three zero does good stuff. So I think they'll they'll drive it uh, drive it home. I really love it. I'd, I'd give it an A or an A plus. There's all kinds of unnecessary detail. Uh, 
just personal bias. I love the Iron Man movies more than most of the Marvel movies. I think this thing looks like it almost looks like a drawing. It's I don't know. I love it. A or A plus. All right, guys. Um, before we jump into the ending segment of the show, I just want to thank everyone for being here. We're two hours and 14 minutes in, 12 people uh, live watching. So we're, we're good there. Uh, we did not do our giveaway um, or our, our bonus giveaway uh, code. So I have one ready for us. If you want that bonus entry for that amazing Hot Toys Carnage, your small talk bonus code is count t count t uh, count tatus thank you for for being on here we really appreciate you and chris what an what an epic come through with this kind of a slow a slow news week and stuff so we appreciate both you guys for uh for one coming in and then two just making it all happen so thank I, you for I really having appreciate me appreciate that guys yeah, man, I I know I know some outlandish characters, you know this, you know, uh, but uh, it was it was it was great it was great catching up and uh, looking forward to to seeing what you're uh, turning out down the road, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Pretty soon. If, pretty soon. If you want that amazing hot toys, uh, uh, carnage, make sure you uh, type in that bonus code. Also, uh, Badfish, if you have a chance, could you get that a uh, link for me really quick? Um, collector's own cantina make sure you go like their page uh collecting weekly auxiliary like our page and uh and then of course the subscribe to collecting weekly ben thomas show for a bonus a bonus entry and one six fix uh for another bonus entry as well and again uh ofac has uh carnage themselves coming out uh the sh figure arts carnage from the venom movie let there be carnage um i don't believe they have any of the details ready just yet we'll keep I you think, guys keep you guys posted it, yeah i think it might be like you have to be uh, watching live to participate i heard somebody say okay. that but I don't, I don't know if that's confirmed yet awesome and then um they're on their way to a hundred as they as we are i believe they will hit it um the week prior to when we hit it so they should we're all kind of pretty even uh but we nice. will hit it second for sure and then uh we want to thank all of our patreons starting with ian cb renee mendez eric mariscal quinn aguirre king louis mark pearson paul uh, paul schreiber equan uh, Chris Valen, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Giss, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Gun Figs, Badfish, uh, Toy Cartel, Dan Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krent, Big Fern, uh, Cesar Marroquin, uh, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomansky, Rick DiGiorgio, uh, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin uh, Azucena, Illustrious Rainer, Alid Morgan, Takothri, Wa. Derek B, Aris Portillo, uh, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clavenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Domaton, uh, who was in the chat today. Thanks. I I, I want to say that's one of the first times I've seen you in here, man. So we appreciate you drop, uh, drop, uh, dropping in. Uh, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, uh, uh, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Ed, uh, Eddie Manzanares, Luis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. 
And guys, if you want, or I'm sorry, uh, this is our July and, and August Patreon benefits. You're going to get your uh, uh, ZW sticker, which most of you should have. And then the small talk sticker, the new small talk sticker uh, coming out this week. Uh, we just revealed it last show and uh, lots of hard work put into that from all members. So I really appreciate you all for that. And then if you want to become a member, you can start with the hot seat. You can join the empire with digital benefits, Ox After Dark, uh, Patreon chat, and weekly shout outs. And then for the Sweet Angel tier, it's $7.50. Uh, you get all the swag from a previously said. And then stickers sent straight to your door um, as long as Ox After Dark replays. And then stickers will be sent every other month. Certified Crispy is $15 on first pledge. You'll get the Certified Crispy uh, certificate. Assistance with figure fixes by Zach. Please message him uh, beforehand. And then all the t uh, benefits of the previous tiers. International uh, postage for the, uh, for the certificate will be charged at cost. And stickers will be sent every other month. And then our last one, our best uh, Patreon benefit, the What a Guy. So this is going to get you the Pog Deluxe set on first pledge, doubles of all the stickers, benefits of the previous tier, tiers. Uh, international postage will be, uh, I'm sorry, international postage above $5 will be charged at cost for the Pogs. Stickers will be sent every other month. And then we have our YouTube members. We have uh, Absolute Irwin, Alvin J., uh, Andre, uh, Andreas IB, Andrew Gibo, Benjamin Henson, Big Ol' Fern, uh, Blur Dad Life, Bob Dylan, CC3PO, Chris V, Cram, CT603, DJ, Daminator, uh, Dante's Boneyard, Eclectic Collector, Equan, Fat Batman, Garbear, Gotham Cinnabites, Jake, Just Another Friday Night, Justin Sports Cards, uh, KJ Smith, LV Avenger 702, Mark Pearson, Money Mendez, Mr. Mom Collectibles, Knight, uh, OG Fen, Fan, OMFG Rick, 16 uh, Figure Focus, Paul Schreiber, Philip the Fool, S Beam, Sam Giss, Slifer, SpongeBob Squareballs, Sunny Vale, The Ben Thomas Show, Toy Cartel, and Zeke. And if you want to become a YouTube member, this is what you got. You got your Patreonies for 99 cents, and you get all the loyalty badge, uh, badges, and then the peanut gallery for $2.99. And then this is a list of all of our shows. Uh, of course, we have the Collecting Weekly and Live Unboxing on Mondays, our main flagship show, Collecting Weekly on Tuesdays. Um, after dark on Wednesdays, there's been some really, really good after dark stuff. So you don't want to miss out on that. Go ahead and, uh, become one of our members or our Patreonies. Um, and then we have small talk on Thursdays, which we rotate with OFAC. So you will get OFAC next week and you'll get us back in a couple of weeks. And then we have just another Friday nights who are taking up the, the reins on Fridays. Go check them out. They've been killing it killing it and thank you to those guys who have uh uh who have jumped into the chat today and uh badfish you got a shout out from them too when uh you showed the uh the ronin book so uh it's yeah. cool to it's cool to see the the uh transition there of what of what they're talking about um other shows we have uh question of the week on sundays live and let dice bricks and bruise and ox pd uh Badfish, did y'all do Ox PD the other day, or what? What happened? 
Uh, Oxpedia was last week, I want to say. La- things things are a blur with me lately with the life going, all the stuff going on. And then uh, we have Live and Let Dice this Saturday uh, as well. That should be, I believe we we're checking in that that's uh, going on as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Again, guys, we appreciate all of our um, chat members coming in and hanging out with us today. Um, Count, thank you so much for being here. Chris, thank you so much for getting them here. Um, Badfish, thank you for uh, helping out on the show sheet today and uh, getting some other stuff done that needed to get done before time. Uh, It's been a crazy week for me. You know, we get the kids on Monday and it's just been trainings and trainings and trainings and trainings, you know, and while it's nice because the kids aren't there, it definitely, definitely gets um, a little draining at times. But um, guys, any uh, shout outs before we sign off? Yeah, from me, just one thing. Go ahead and go follow the count on Instagram, Acquired Taste it's Industries. Really you, thank you. And, and yeah. you know, like, he, you know, he'll have some new figures out eventually, but he posts some good memes now and then as well. So, like, you know, there's <laughs> there, there's good there's good stuff to be had over there. And then you'll be aware when when he has a new drop. Uh, count, you want to go ahead and uh, give us a little uh, talk about what you got going on and where we can find you, uh, the handles and all that good stuff? Yep. Uh, Acquired Taste Industries is on Facebook, but I don't uh, post there as often as uh, Instagram. So Acquired Taste Industries on Instagram uh, is primarily where I'm active. And uh, I'm also participating in a uh, Instagram art show called Scraps 5. So if you hashtag Scraps 5 uh, or any of the previous shows, uh, I think the first one was called Scraps Art Show. And then the other ones were, you know, sequential with the number afterwards. The idea is we take pieces of uh, resin scraps that we have laying around from what we do and uh, toy fodder and assemble the best thing that we can. It's a one-off sculpture that we sell at the end of the show. And uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the prominent artists are involved, and it's always interesting to see what they come up with. So I would say Scraps 5, hashtag Scraps 5. And um, while you're here, any... Uh... Anything on the low, on the low, low got coming out coming soon that we can hint, hint, wink, wink on? Um, there is one thing that I'm afraid that's going to offend some of the people that have been following me for a long time, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be a benefit for a good cause. So I hope that I can win them back that way. So we'll see how it pans out for me. Well, I'll tell you what, when it happens, let us know. We'll put you on the show sheet and we'll get it out there for sure. We'll it was so you. much Thank fun you. having you and you're welcome back anytime. Uh, so bad fish. Badfish, you got anything? Uh, no, it was, it was great having uh, the count on Count Tastus, and uh, yeah, your your creativity is awesome. And just seeing, I, I I I sort of consider myself creative in some ways, but when I see what other people are doing, it's like wow. And and that you're you're on that list of, and your work's oh, really you. co- really well done. So, um, yeah. Other than live and let dice, check out D and D. There's uh, we're in the new campaign. We um, are doing some water water fun right now and um and of course yeah any of the ox pd i think we'll be probably trying to get another one in probably next week because we we had to take a bit of a break with uh dean being off for a bit so yeah that's about it and check out all the other shows on the network all right guys uh we're gonna get out of here thank you to the chat thank you to the patreonies thank you to all the youtube members Go check out Just Another Friday Nights tomorrow. They're killing it, and we will see you guys next time.